time to get geeked up. Time to get geeked up to stand up comics telling you what's up in movies and TV. I know you could feel me. Music and gaming, you know what I'm saying. Comic books and tech, stuff you ain't up on yet. And if you are hooked, we're gonna go and take a closer look. And no show's the same. We always got a different game. Always got a different game. Hey, hey. Ooh, baby. Time to get geeked up. What's going on, geeks? Welcome to the Geeked Up Podcast, big five-year anniversary episode. I'm Devin Barnes, and with me always for the last five years is my co-host, Liam Whalen. Yo, 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 yo! Five. <laughs> A fifth, yo. Five yos. I get it, I get it, I get it. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, thanks for coming by, celebrating with us in the big five-year special. Yes. Uh, we got a big one for you here today. Uh, maybe not quite five hours long, but uh, it's bordered on the three-hour range. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's going to be a long one. Uh, uh, more like a novel than a newspaper. You know, you don't have to listen to this whole thing at once. You can pick it up and put it down. It's not the Super Bowl, you idiots. We can, uh, you can press pause <laughs> and come back tomorrow to enjoy the full extravaganza. Oh, yeah. So, yes. Uh, we got all sorts of, uh, special guests for you today. Uh, obviously we're still under quarantine, so you can hear me, uh, wish we could have been doing this one live, but, uh, you know, the Zoom thing's been working out for us. Yes, uh, yes, definitely one of the, uh, a bittersweet fifth year anniversary to not be able to do it live and direct, but, uh, uh, very as well suiting to the last couple months of we've, you know, spun off with our whole life in Coronaville podcast and incorporated zoom into the whole geeked up podcasting thing so uh, uh definitely taking full advantage of it like you said as we were able to reunite with uh every guest every voice that you've ever heard uh here <laughs> on the geeked up podcast as well as uh, some uh, some ones that you've only heard via email even that's true and only heard the legend i've only heard on seinfeld night at city field but literally we've gotten like 10 to 15 of our closest geeked friends to join us over the uh course of the show and mm -hmm. hang out so that's some gonna be faces. super super fun some old faces some new faces and yeah i guess the quarantine's kind of bittersweet because i feel like a lot of these people would have been hard to get on if we were doing these live still and didn't have the whole <laughs> yeah. idea of using zoom definitely not letting ron the waiter back in my house so <laughs> i guess yeah, yeah, yeah. For, lucky for him they've invented zoom because <laughs> very true very true so we're gonna hear from a lot of people on this one celebrating with us uh but, As this um, is, yeah, celebrating the fifth year anniversary, much like college. It's been a great five years. <laughs> and mm -hmm. uh, But uh, five years to the week, actually, of our first upload to the SoundCloud. As, of course, uh, oh, yeah. uh, you'll kind of maybe we'll joke around throughout the course of the show. But we started the whole thing around May the 4th. Correct. It was but, too big of a geeked up day to pass by. But that was pretty much like me and you just hanging out, like talking about all the action on that May the 4th, being like, dude, we should do a podcast about all this. Yes. And then yeah, like, no a couple doubt. days later, we found ourselves up in the Bronx 
actually getting it going. Then, you know, we had the whole uh, uh, test run. We, of, we of course, had to wait for the Andre Davi soundtrack. To there were the... some hurdles. <laughs> yes, there were some hurdles as well. I got lost mm-hmm. on the way to the Bronx one time, and uh, we had to cancel an episode. <laughs> yeah, we forgot to hit record one time. I, forgot, I might have gotten too drunk one time. There was, all... <laughs> there was always that. There was uh, technical difficulties, alcoholic <laughs> tendencies, all sorts of hurdles, like you said. But Game three of World Series. <laughs> Game three. We've overcome it all over the last five years. And now, uh, excited to be celebrating on the SoundCloud. However, uh, I guess we've been teasing some big announcements. As I guess we've got some additions to the Geeked Up family here. Oh, yeah. Not just the iTunes, not just SoundCloud, not just Facebook, not just the email. Uh, Yes, not just the Zoom room. Bunch of new places you can find us now. Uh, Liam, I'll let you kind of kick it off there and... Yes, after uh, uh, after five years of, of threatening the world that we were going to do it, we finally uploaded to Twitter. So you can hit us up, uh, uh, follow us rather, at Geeked Pods on Twitter. All right, so the uh, uh, ampersand, at sign, whatever the fuck. Geeked Pods on Twitter. All right, mm-hmm. as well right. a very cool addition to the whole Geeked Up uh, 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 thing. But as well, we have started our own YouTube channel, Geeked Pods on YouTube. Okay, and... And uh, the YouTube page is going to be real cool. We're going to be putting up, uh, uh, you know, lots of lot more kind of like best of clips from all of our past catalog, as well as uh, uh, you know, new episodes come out. We'll give you uh, uh, best of the new uh, episodes that are coming out. So we'll have the full links available, of course, on iTunes, SoundCloud, as well as Spotify. But uh, uh, and then you can get best of clips on YouTube at Geeked Pods, as well as we'll have a lot more other fun kind of. Content content that we're always talking Maybe about some videos we throw it up there exactly yeah different you know trailer links and all sorts of things that we can put up on a uh, uh, geek pods at youtube so real excited we got a lot of stuff uh, uh going on on the channel there like even for example but uh, uh as you're gonna hear throughout the show we have uh sat down uh, uh with all of our uh, past guests and uh sat down with interviews all of those interviews are individually as well as well as the full unedited versions, all right? So you're getting extra cage talk out of mans and whatnot, mm-hmm. but uh, all of them individually on the YouTube page, okay? So let's uh, let's be honest. If you don't want to listen to the full three-hour podcast, but you want to hear Ron the Waiter's uh, uh, segment on the Geeked Up yeah. Pod, boom, you go to uh, uh, Geeked Pods at YouTube, and individually all of the links are there. Uh, uh, so lots of cool stuff like that to check out. As well, don't forget to check out the uh, 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 the Twitter page at Geeked Pods on Twitter because we got a lot of takes <laughs> throughout the week right. in the Geek I've World. Got a, uh, I've got a lot to say in 140 characters or less. <laughs> exactly. And I found out you can always post back-to-back times. So 140 <laughs> my ass. If, uh, yeah. if I got 280, you're listening. Much like this show, you're going to have to yeah. do it in, in, in uh, several increments. 
<laughs> from one of See my... if you can tell uh, which one of us is uh, tweeting about what. We're both going to be using the same account. Exactly. That's a fun enough game. Yeah, play the game of the uh... – man, De- Devin really likes professional wrestling news, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and that Liam is always talking about Game of Thrones. <laughs> so uh, definitely, like we said, real excited to be stepping into the year 2013 – <laughs> Twitter page and YouTube channel. And I guess that does bring up another thing we should get into, as we as well have kind of got, you know, the line cut on us here a little bit. But uh, uh, so don't be confused if there's two <laughs> geeked up podcasts uh, when you That's search right. these various platforms. Because, like I said, especially on YouTube and Twitter, it's Geeked Pods. Because mm-hmm. Geeked Up Podcast, I guess you snooze, you lose in the social media world. Yeah, we should have uh, jumped on sooner. Literally, if we would have jumped on this like three months sooner, I think we would have uh, <laughs> beat them to it. Yes, as we've talked a lot about before, or joked around a lot on the Geeked Up podcast uh, over the last couple months. But there's a new Geeked Up. T- uh, there's a new Geeked Up podcast in town, and uh, the Geeked Up boys from uh, north of the border, we believe, are. Uh, yeah, as- I'm still question. Oh yeah, because that's a good point too. We do think it's the same guys that showed up on SoundCloud real fast. Yes, and then uh, they have totally. kind of switched their. Uh, uh, they still have their SoundCloud page, but they've kind of switched. They're conspicuous by their their uh, uh, their ad. They're a little silent. We're the geeked up boys on SoundCloud. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. So, however, me and you have come to find out that much like everybody else in the world, they have focused on all of the <laughs> other social media yeah. outlets, uh, i.e., Spotify, YouTube, and Twitter. <laughs> so, uh, make sure to check them out as well at Geeked Up. Yeah. Podcast because I'm sure they got some. They're talking uh, anime and comic books and all the same shit we are. mm -hmm. So uh, uh, always room for more geeked up podcasting in your life. So uh, honestly, uh, fingers crossed, really, guys, for the crossover episode. A real uh, Jetsons meets the Flintstones. Absolutely. After five years, we're gonna. Yeah, we have to definitely (laughs) uh, uh, come face to face with our geeked brothers. But mm-hmm. uh, so definitely check them out and geeked up podcast uh, uh, on the various platforms and check us out the geeked up podcast at geeked pods on the various platforms. We'll so, post it all online too. Yeah, so a little confusing, but it'll obviously links will be hyperlinks well, will be set in place. We're also geeked pods because, you know, we have the Geeked Up podcast. We have Netflix and chat. Maybe some big LW clips will be on there, too. You never know. That's Uh, true. Exactly. We've got some game times we're we're going to be trying to get back into here as the uh, the next five years of the phase two of this Geeked Up reopening (laughs) gets launched into. But uh, as we yeah, as we enter the next five years, we got a lot more stuff in store. So I feel it's time to kind of broaden our horizon a little bit into the geeked pods format. Because Absolutely. as you might hear even later on, but the Reeked Up Boys are back in action, and <laughs> Agent Ronnie might need a platform come November. <laughs> so I guess to even add to the confusion though, our email though is still the geeked up podcast at gmail. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Just because we're geeked pods doesn't mean that we're not still the geeked up podcast because according to we're Gmail, uh, <laughs> we were here first, goddammit. 
So, of course, the, you got to put that the in there. I'm sure they have the non-the geeked up podcast, though. Should we just make a trade with these assholes and figure it out? Uh, we'll talk. No, soon. I actually uh, know what their uh, email is, but I'm not going to drop it because. Okay, I see. Yeah, but we'll, it's definitely we'll wait a case to talk of soon. us getting there first. <laughs> okay, that's true. But, uh, okay, so, yes, we're still the geeked up podcast at Gmail. As well as Geeked mm-hmm. Up Podcast on SoundCloud. Uh, however, Geeked Pods on YouTube at Geeked Pods on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and I guess even with that too, you know, we only had five years to do those couple things. So expect a couple of more announcements coming out in the near future. Uh, <laughs> maybe some uh, websites. Uh, you know, maybe have different other fun places to find us. Uh, you know, so keep a lookout for that. Of course, we let you guys know. You know, five years wasn't a long enough time. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we we, we lived up to our word, however. All right, we said five years ago we said we were going to do something, and we did it. <laughs> yeah. God damn it! <laughs> but as well, well I guess we've we... uh, paid reference to it. But we as well have the uh, Friday night Zoom room that's been going mm-hmm. on every week. Uh, so check our Facebook page for the you know uh, weekly code for that. But that's been a lot of fun seeing our geeks. Uh, but some some of the voices you'll hear, uh, some of them, uh, you know, have been new to the Geeked Up podcast via the Zoom experience. But that's been a real, real fun uh, spinoff project for us as well. You know, part of the whole Geek podcast thing. So, yeah, no, it has, especially too when it started. I think we've been doing that for like two months now. And uh, you know, two months ago it was like deep quarantine; like no one was leaving their houses. So it was just kind of nice to see faces. And now for it's. Sure. Uh, months later and stupid ron just keeps showing up but it's still nice <laughs> to see exactly i guess with that that's gonna get us into the main portion of the show the big five-year celebration like we're saying Woo! we uh wrangled up all the old past guests everyone that's ever been on the geeked up podcast uh, uh thank god for the zoom the uh, uh hallway in front of my bathroom's not big enough for everybody you know we'd, <laughs> we'd be stuffed in here like sardines if it wasn't for uh I mean, around the waiter alone, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spoiler, we've already had Dennis, Andy, and even more impressive, Ron the waiter by himself. So, But uh, like I said, we had everybody back on the show that's ever been a guest, and uh, we got them all back. We did some little, little five years later interviews, some where are they nows, if you will. <laughs> yeah, uh, 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 Josh Gad, uh, back to the future style. Uh, <laughs> we're bringing Christopher Lloyd and Ron the waiter all back together. And uh, so the first guy that we had to have back on, we had to talk to, is uh, you pretty much hear him every episode anyway, but Mr. Woo Baby himself, Andre Davi, coming from our big uh, episode 10 special that we uh, recorded on November 13th, 2015. Uh, Here's us catching up with uh, old Andre. So uh, I guess without any further ado on all of that... It'll be our uh, uh, big pleasure to welcome aboard uh, Mr. Woo Baby himself, Andre Davi. Yo. <laughs> What's up, brother? What's going on, folks? Good, welcome man. back, Good. man. Yeah, welcome back to the pod. It's been uh, it's been too long to, since we've actually had you on the pod. Although yeah, uh, no, your really, voice uh, is heard on a daily, uh, your voice is is heard on an episode basis. However, you were. Uh... Yeah, you've only been a guest once, but you're really the third member of the Geeked Up uh, podcast family here. <laughs> yeah, dude. yeah, for but, sure. 
you're uh, you're hurting everyone, and you joined us too. You were on our tenth episode, where at the time we didn't know how long this thing was going to go. So once we hit episode ten, it was like, oh, we got to get Andre on. It's the big episode ten. <laughs> now, uh, five years later, you know, you're back here with us, uh, popping in. What were your thoughts? What were your uh, what did you remember from your experience on episode ten? Do you remember uh, uh, the wicked freestyles between me and Devin as we had you on to judge who was the better uh, actual rapper between me and Devin? As we've talked about with Ross and Lauren, but this was like... Best lyricist. Andre was the rapper. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, best like. So me and Devin actually wrote raps to Davi Beats, and then uh, uh, Andre would actually rap them for us, but... What were your thoughts? Do you remember any of my rhymes or what? Yeah, uh, I went back to that, your, the podcast. I, like, I go back like maybe every like year. I'll just like, <laughs> be like, oh, let me see the, like, you know, the numbers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's funny. I was like, dude, I sound goofy and dumb as hell, first of all. But I know we are all, I was high as hell too. So. <laughs> I was like, I was like, hey, don't tell my landlord, all right? Uh, no smoking in the building. <laughs> yeah, that was brutal. We were having a good time, though, dude. But uh, I still remember the lyrics, dude. I still find myself, like, singing it to myself sometimes. Like, oh, running through the streets. <laughs> I mean, I've definitely listened back and honestly been, like, so proud of myself and, and Devin as well. Like, both of our raps are killer. Compared to, because, Andre, if you remember, we had uh, we did another episode before that with our friends Ross and Lauren, my friend from high school, and Devin's friend from high school, that we all attended different, like, uh, uh, Slim Shady concerts while we were in high school and then me and Devin did a contest to see who rapped better like Slim Shady and that was like super super cringy and like impossible to listen back to whereas the episode 10 the smooth Andre raps were uh that was yeah that was one of my more favorite games uh I don't want to talk about the Slim Shady one too much until we talk to uh somebody else but yeah, definitely of the two music games we played, or I guess three music games we played, that was probably my one of my favorite, actually probably all-time games that we played, just because it was just such natural laughter. Because, again, me and Liam didn't know what we were writing, so when we would hear what the other person was saying, and then, yeah, yeah. I uh, couldn't talk for days after that. I think that's one of the hardest I've ever laughed at any of the <laughs> ones we've recorded, man. Yeah, man, definitely check out that. Episode 10. And we're still taking those episode 10 emails, y'all. Like, we always like to point out. (laughs) And that was definitely one of our most listened to episodes as well. And one of our most talked about people's favorite episodes. I'll definitely check the numbers, man. It's an episode that still gets played on. So Yeah, it's obviously Andre every once a year. (laughs) (laughs) So have you noticed a huge geeked up, uh, a huge geeked up kick to your audience? Because you're as well. Uh, like we always point out, you don't just make parody podcast songs. You as well actually just released your own uh, uh, album uh, last month as well, right? Yes, Asperla Daydreams. So Asperla Daydreams. All right, so check that out. Oh, no. He knows the title of this one. <laughs> like, <it's> first... <laughs> like, like Monet, Monet, whatever. Yeah, it's not the Monet, Monet debacle it was last time. <laughs> I mean, the Geek Dub Show really got to title that last album, though. I think we settled on Monet, right? <laughs> yeah. But this one is uh, Sarsaparilla Daydreams. That's available on SoundCloud. And I'm uh, assuming all your some of your other platforms as well. Yeah, it's on everything now. Yeah. Okay, so nice. You can Shazam it. You can do whatever the fuck you 
Ask Alexa. Alexa, play me some Davi. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, she'd be like, "Excuse me." <laughs> but yeah, honestly, like uh, you know, you put out a new album and you did a music video a couple years ago. But again, man, I just can't begin. We talked about it in the episode you were on, but I can't begin to like just tell you the excitement I felt like the day you finally emailed us the songs for the show because it was a big thing that we were starting to show off. And all we had, all of our pretty much ducks in a row, but we were just waiting on the songs to come in. And I remember I was at work and Liam like texted me, he was like, yo, the songs are out. And I remember sitting in the back of work, like hitting play and just fucking grinning ear to ear like a maniac <laughs> because it was like so much better than yeah. I expected. Like, so much better than we could have possibly imagined. In all on the things. show all the time, but me and Liam actually were like sitting in a corner of a bar and like writing those goofy lyrics down and just like, it was a funny idea, but then once you actually put, like, a beat and, like, actual musical skill to it, it was just, like, mind-blowing of uh, how good it was. <laughs> yeah. Even, like, the brand-new Kitchy Question song that you did for our uh, Netflix and Chat podcast was, uh, yeah. dude. You've hit, you've, you've, hit, you've, hit, uh, uh, you've hit them all out the park for all of the geeked-up songs, for sure. Awesome. Now, Liam, do you have a favorite of the Geek Dub? Because you would think mine would be the IMDb, since I'm actually the uh, performer in that zone. But I think it's pretty unanimous that both of our favorites is the closer look, slow, sexy, slow. I was, yeah, I was right? going to say, I mean, it's, uh, it's uh, obviously, I love them all like children, but the closer look one is really the, <laughs> yeah. the most mood appropriate. Closer look. How about you? Do you have any favorite, Andre? Do you uh how about when we gave you the uh, rough cuts? Did you? Uh, what were your first? Do you remember your first thoughts when you saw? You know, the work we had given you, the yeah, lyrics. Uh, I was me recording like closer look is me laughing the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, so it's so ridiculous. Uh, but it was easy because you like. I remember talking to Devin about it. He's like, bro, just fucking rock it, just do it. So it's not like there's no like, hey, you have to do this. Like it's very like you gave me, you know. Uh, structure instead. It was a very Larry David, Larry David approach that we took here. You know, it was. Uh... My favorite though, it has to be game time because just like everything about it was funny. Like I messaged some random kid on SoundCloud who made video game beats that were all. Like... <laughs> yeah, I remember that from the episode. It was uh, a yeah, an yeah. Asian fella, if I remember correctly, right? think so and um, i think i might have assumed that but uh the the lyrics are funny too it's like we're just playing playing. (laughs) (laughs) yeah man Uh, like you said it really just made the uh it made the show it really completed the whole show and you definitely stayed a big part of the show ever since then where we uh give you shout out pretty much every episode as well, we know you're still deliberating on the Sucka MC Challenge, so I guess we'll get to that in the 10-year episode, but, uh... Yeah, yeah. But, uh, so I guess with that, anything else? You just put out that album, anything else on the horizon? Are you working on anything else right now? Yeah, you know what, man? It's so funny. I'm, like, uh, I'm trying to work on more of, uh, uh, I think before I just made songs and packaged them as I went, like, just, was like, producing them. Um, but now I'm, like, trying to really, like, uh, you know, have more of a, a sound, right? You know, like, you know, every album will change after that. So I'm working on it. And this is the first time I'm, like, also, like, working with other people. So I've been producing. I produced a couple songs for this, like, hardcore New Jersey hip-hop group called Piss Mob. 
Nice. Huge fan, dude. What this is this actually a piss mob shirt. Piss mob? Yeah, piss mob, dude. And they're like a bunch of awesome degenerates, dude. They're fucking Fuck yeah. <laughs> and you produce some <laughs> and you produce some tracks for them. Yeah, and, and dude, I so I have been uh, sending me my music to more executives that I've like met over the years. Okay, and this is the first time I'm getting like a feedback where like one dude's like starting a talent incubator and he's like when I go on his live, he'll shout me out and be like, yo, what's up, Cole J? This dude helped produce a Kanye West Jesus and all, and uh, Lauren Hills was Education. Oh, wow. Wow, man. All right, dude. Yeah, so uh, I'm like, I'm like trying this time for the first time to work with like other people. Okay, nice. To collaborate a little bit. Yeah, oh, so, sweet. Uh, so I guess we'll check out, can we find Piss Mob on SoundCloud? Or is, I mean, SoundCloud's a family. Uh, this is a family streaming service, so I don't know. Do they let Piss Mob on? Huh? Piss Mob is not for the kids. No. Is it on SoundCloud, though? It is, yeah. Okay, sick. So uh, yeah, uh, check good. out Piss Mob on SoundCloud. We're obviously immediately going to follow right after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Piss Mob's going to wonder what the hell's happening. The... <laughs> Geek the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you want to hear a funny story, though, real quick about the song I did with them? So it's, like, fucking intense. It's a, they're, like, screaming in the hook. Like, uh, and so it's a very intense song. One of the kids is like... When we were I like the quote, too. They were screaming the hook. <laughs> they were... <laughs> Classic piss mob. What do you call it? Uh, after we recorded it, uh, uh, I was like, yo, you should just call it I Don't Give a Fuck, like the acronym. And uh, he was like, nah, I want to call it Cunt Lit. And I said, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, like... Cunt Lit? I said, okay, bro. I said, you, I don't recommend you doing that. So <laughs> <laughs> Very diplomatic <laughs> answer. I was like, I was like, how are you gonna get that shit on Spotify? Like, are you me? <laughs> and so I made that song with them, and then like six months later, they're like, "Yo, we released it on our streaming platform. Check it out, man. Go check it out." And they called it "Cunt Lit." I don't give a fuck. Just perfect. It's amazing. But I'm, that- now I'm sending that shit to like professionals, being like, "Hey, listen to my song." Yeah, cunt lit. I don't give a fuck. All right, well, that's definitely the one that we want the geeked up audience to uh, to check <laughs> yeah, out. Dude. We might have to take a musical break here on this special and check out cunt lit. I don't give a fuck. But and then also, but also check out all of Andre's other catalog on SoundCloud and every platform, like he said. Sasquatch uh, daydreams out now for sure, man. Uh, Andre Monet you're, uh... as well, <laughs> named by the geeked up boys. <laughs> But you're a geeked up podcast all star, man. Like I said, you really are the third member of this show. Like, yeah, absolutely, man. None of this would have been well would have been possible without you. But we we choose not uh, to do it without you. However, yeah, you definitely gave us a professional sound when we first started. So, dude, like, appreciate it, dude. You're welcome on the show anytime you want to come on. Usually, we invite these people on, but anytime you want to come on for any reason, dude, dude, this is your show's almost as much as ours. <laughs> hey, yeah. Like we said, the third member of the Geeked Up Boys, for sure. Absolutely, dude. And uh, thanks for having me be part of something like that, because that was early on when, like, I wasn't doing a show with anybody. So that was my first experience with, like, oh, I can produce fucking music for commercials, whatever. Like, uh, you guys yeah, are, dude. You guys are no, you... letting me try. Try and succeed and nailing it. And I guess one more thanks to you real fast. You haven't said it, but I know you were thinking it. Thanks for the big congratulations for the uh, yeah, five years. We really appreciate that. That was, uh, <laughs> that was really nice. He's even clapping for us. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. That was...
I'm just like, I don't got to give congrats to like five years ago. I'm like, yo, we're going to be talking about this when you guys are like, you know. There we go. That's the attitude. He's saving it. Spot. Much like the second MC uh, answer, he's saving it for the 10-year, Annie. Oh, dude, trust me, man. You're going to be big time before us. I'm going to be calling you asking for uh, backstage passes to the next Piss Mob show. So. <laughs> That's good. That's good. so, Andre, with that, buddy, thanks again for coming in. Uh, woo, baby. Uh, like, like I said, anytime you want to be on, woo, baby. Deuces. Deuces indeed, Mr. Davi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, much like the Sucka MC email, I guess, is that a good thing? or? Uh... <laughs> yeah, does that guy just call us pieces of shit? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who are you calling a but, deuce, Davi? But that's Mr. Blue, baby. You know, on our episode 10, uh, rapping for us and, uh, you know, catching up with him. Uh, remember to check out uh, Piss Mob, too. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Again, just turn this show off immediately and uh, yeah, check out the check latest out every, from Piss Mob. Get to us later. <laughs> you can check yeah. this show out in five years because Piss Mob is really... But, uh, you know, when we first started the show, too, a big thing was uh, getting those emails in because uh, kind of like we were talking to Andre. Episode three was actually our first time, like, we would call it our pilot episode almost. We had two episodes before episode three. And three was when we finally had our theme music and uh, all the music Andre made for us. The theme was up. Yeah, we were uh, like uh, the first three or first two episodes at least were like our soft opening. We weren't sure what we were going to yeah. do. We were figuring out the whole thing. And then uh, by three, it kind of really rounded into its appropriate form. And then by episode four, I guess, is where we're going to go to. But when we finally got to hear some feedback from the folks. Mm -hmm. We got some international emails from uh, two of our favorite listeners, Miss Amy D and Orla, Miss Airbud herself. Uh, <laughs> kind of our two big emails. One just talking about the show and her favorite voice in general. The other killing it with our first game time email. Uh, we're going to play you a clip of us reading the emails they sent and then bring on the interview, bring on the girls, Miss Amy D and Orla Airbud. It's time to get geeked up. It's going to be downhill from there. Sorry to the next two game winners that we'll be talking about later on in the show, but the autographed picture of the Geeked Up Boys goes to Dennis, That's right. the first like the on Facebook. It's the one of me and Liam on the bearskin rope. <laughs> it's uh, definitely one worth being signed. So we also, Liam, we got our first fan mail. Oh, nice. All right. Yeah, all the listens, all the likes, but we actually got our, one of a, a fan email for fan us. Email. Nice. All right. Although, I don't know. It's called, uh, it's under the uh, subject headliner, My Favorite Character. But, well, uh... First of all, I was thinking, like, maybe a favorite character from, like, one of the many games we play. But, okay. uh, all right, nice. I'll go ahead and read this email from, this is from Amy. So, it goes something, Dear Geeked Up, I think I'm in love. I never thought I could fall in love just by hearing a voice. They just make me laugh and smile so much. So okay, so I guess it's not one of those games. Yeah, this is obviously one of us. <laughs> All right, not one of the games you're talking about. I have finally found thorough happiness by listening to this podcast. The way they have such That's swag true. gives me see. butterflies. I just wish his talent was not diminished by people being overbearing and they let my man have a voice. So All right, so probably not me. <laughs> I think I got this one. <laughs> so she's going to cut right to the chase. I'll cut right to the chase. What this email is really about, my man needs more airtime. I might as well say who it is. Isn't it obvious? Andre Davi. <laughs> Andre Davi. Now, if you don't know, Andre Davi is the one that does all the music for our show. From the, the theme song from like five minutes song. ago. Yeah. Andre, Andre Davi. Davi. Woo, babe. From the, the guy that says, woo, babe, babe. Woo, babe. 
lets you all know it's time to get geeked up. Where can I That's find Andre him? Davi. Where can I find him in smooth and his smooth chocolatey voice? Chocolatey voice. I don't think you mentioned it. Yours sincerely, Amy, the future Mrs. Davi. <laughs> all right. Well, if she's looking for uh, hot on the trails of Andre Davi, just check him out on the SoundCloud.com backslash Andre Davi. Ooh, baby, it's time to get geeked up. But the winner of the episode three's Smash Brothers, the yes. Smash Brothers edition, episode three Smash Brothers edition, which is the game we just uh, explained, where you put Happy Gilmore, Benny the Jet, Stephen Root from Dodgeball, and Airbud in a Hunger Games style fight to the death. Who would win? That is the Smash Brothers episode three game, which is the uh, winner we're about to say now. And the winner is the young one Orla from Dublin. With <laughs> this email we received, dear Liam and Devin. I would like to start off by congratulating you on a fantastic show. Now that the formalities are out of the way, it's time to get down to business. Now, I'm in no way a sports enthusiast, but I believe that Airbud would win the contest. The little dog has so much spirit and a heart that just won't quit. His loyalty to Josh is so heartwarming and really says a lot about his strong character and determination. These traits would certainly keep his hairy little chin up in a heated contest. We all know this is true, as we saw how he didn't quit even when the question of whether or not a dog could compete in a basketball league was brought to light. Now let's examine his athletic prowess, which none of us can deny. I mean, just look at his stamina as him and Josh are being chased by Snively. Our furry little buddy is well able for a high-risk chase. I know I was impressed, and I'd be willing to bet the clothes on my back that you were too. Lastly, everybody has the little level of sass that is absolutely vital in competition like this. As you rip the newspaper, a symbol of pain and dread, from Snively's rotten hands, I could hear a resounding call of girl as my heart swelled with pride. What contestant could possibly keep their confidence high after a slice of this little sassy pie? Thank you for reading my mail, and please just give me the outer wand. Yours sincerely, Orla. Now that is an epic email right there. Oh Only worthy of an Irish accent, by the way. Yeah. That that I could only capture that wow. email. <laughs> wow. I don't know if I'm more impressed by like the just meticulous poetic writing style dude, or just the sheer knowledge of Airbud. I mean, Jesus Christ. I got tears in my eyes. Dude. That was like one of like, the most epically best written, this fan, I love Airbud. Oh, Orla, we got the show for you. Uh, finally, a show that talks about Airbud. She's just been waiting for 17 years for somebody to finally mention Airbud. Oh, we finally got it. I'm out over here just talking about Airbud nonstop. Have you not heard the Geeked Up podcast? German <laughs> Devin always brings up German Airbud. Oh my God! So Orla, Orla, congratulations! <laughs> you don't win the Elder Wand because you know you have to unduel it from me. But you, you do also win a really, you're in, if you're if you're really in Dublin, uh, we're not going to be mailing anything across the country. We can't be sending everything into some banshee hut in Ireland where you guys yeah. are just sitting watching Airbud on closed circuit TV too. or whatever. Like she like picked her prize at the end. Like she picked the prize <laughs> out of our like profile picture on Facebook. She's yeah. like, oh, I've noticed that. She thought that. Not, I guess I should correct that too. Like that's not the prize closet. Yeah. <laughs> that's just a picture. Like you don't get to pick all of our stuff. I mean. <laughs> you can't have my headphones or my copy. You of... can't have Devin's Elder Wand. Yeah, I mean, crazy. All right, so I guess uh, uh, that will get us into two of the Hall of Fame emailers in Geeked Up Podcast uh, history. <laughs> so we'll welcome oh, yeah. to the show uh, Orla and Amy. <laughs> Hey! What's up, girls? Hi. What's up? How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Are we uh, Are we all ready to kick off the Airbud Pop Quiz? 
We ready for our game time <laughs> airbud <laughs> test, uh, Orla? I don't know how well that would go. I, uh, I followed to Orla after uh, her email. She uh, probably knows more about, uh, I didn't know who Snively was. <laughs> I know, she I wins the trivia Orla contest there. Yeah, I might have a confession. I've never actually seen Airbud. Never seen Airbud. Now we did just play the clip. All right, we just played the epic email from uh, all the way five years ago from our first actual live show, as we were saying. But of course, so we just heard the email. You guys hadn't even seen the movie. (laughs) What happened? Did you? Because Wikipedia page, and I wanted that elder wand so badly. Okay, I see. It was all for the elder wand. Speaking of which, we're doing this on Zoom, so you guys can't see the live reaction here, but an audio. But I'm showing Orla right now. (laughs) Read and read, Orla. (laughs) Elder wand. Not to taunt you, but uh, we're still. And now with Corona, the the mailing process is going to be even longer. If you haven't gotten out of the last five years, I'm not really. Well, he's been been playing with it. He's uh, finally, Devin's finally ready to move on to his Ninja Turtles and put the uh, Elder Wand. So he's going to re gift it to you. I never got to study this. Um, I know. You guys, I don't yeah. know what what did you never get? I don't know. You've been building it on lies for five years. <laughs> the the right. X nay on the prize, prize closet. closet eh? Yeah, <laughs> you, you're the first to point out that nobody has received a uh, autographed picture of the Geeked Up Boys, but. Actually, we did give the one prize we gave out to was uh, to Andy, who was here live for the ALF DVD, and he didn't even know what the fuck it was. So that was uh, <laughs> it really curbed our enthusiasm <laughs> for gift giving, you know. <laughs> but what exactly was the story with the Elder One? That was Orla just saw that. That was at the time like our profile picture, right, Evan? That wasn't even part. That wasn't yeah, even up for grabs. Like, hands no, it was off, just Orla. like our Facebook profile picture before we actually had like some kind of design and. It was pretty thrown together. It was like an Xbox controller, I think a comic book, and like the Elder Wand. Don't tell me you guys promised someone an Xbox controller and never did. <laughs> <Yeah>, well. <laughs> the Elder Wand was bad enough. No, Orla's the only one that like took it as the uh, 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 an like, arcade pa- uh, pick and grab situation. We were just showing you our prized possessions. They weren't supposed to be. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Although that's why Liam wouldn't let me put a uh, wrestling figurine in there because he was like, "I'm not giving that thing away." Although yeah. you did try to give my Crocs to Marnie actually, and she didn't accept them. But that was you were trying to give my Crocs <laughs> away as a prize. Them. But uh... <laughs> yeah, I was doing that for everyone's benefit. <laughs> <laughs> It seemed like a fun concept, yeah. but uh, the girls girl never actually here. saw uh, never actually saw Airbud. But you, I guess, did a pretty uh, pretty sick Wikipedia search. I'm gonna have to come clean. This actually kind of goes hand in hand with a lot of my geeked up uh, talk on the show. <laughs> I didn't see a lot of the shit that I've. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, for me, that's a huge reveal just because we used Airbud as some kind of jokey, 
Smash Brothers game that we played, and then like Orla came in hot. I always thought that Orla heard the podcast and was like, "Finally, a podcast talking about my favorite movie and character, Airbud." Because the email was so intricate. Not only did it mention Snively, but it also like mentioned all the trials and tribulations. Yeah. There was all sorts of plot through. references. We couldn't call you out on it because as as two guys that have never seen Airbud either, it was. Uh... But to this day, I mean, I used to work at a basketball. So as soon as I heard his name, I was like, well, obviously he would win a triathlon. The boss can play basketball. Like, he can probably do everything. What can he do? And if you remember, there's nothing in the rule book that says a dog can't play basketball. You know? <laughs> <laughs> And then Amy as well was actually uh, oh, our one of our first emailers, uh, not our first uh, prize closet winner. That was, of course, Dennis, who was our first mm-hmm. like on Facebook. But Amy D came in second with her email, which was actually, though, uh, a much to the geeked up boy's chagrin, all in her, uh, all about her love of Andre Davi, as uh, Amy started the Andre Davi fan club. Uh, <laughs> I believe it was described as a silky, chocolatey voice. <laughs> was, uh, I believe I'm quoting from the email. In my defense, I think I was going for the comedic route. You know, that's what the Kiki Show is all about. You know? Well, nobody can say that Andre. Nobody can uh, can argue the chocolateiness of Andre Davi's voice. <laughs> there was, Especially oh. in that closer look song. Oh, there. No, I really like what was it? Game time. I like that one. Game so, time. We ain't playing. But, uh, Andre. But then, of course, Amy D has uh, uh, lots of uh, – you've emailed uh, several times throughout the years. Orla has been grumpy waiting for her elder wand, unfortunately, and we haven't yeah. really heard back much. Although we've seen both of you <laughs> girls as well in recent times. Copy. I'm sorry. What were you saying, Orla? Or at least a signed photo of the both of you. <laughs> I know. At the very least, we mm-hmm. could have given you that much. But. Yeah. We have a lot of time now to – <laughs> yeah, exactly. They just can't take it together, though. That's the only True. problem. And again, yeah, we they're can... like two meters apart, you know? We can both text you selfies. They, they won't be autographed, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we'll give a text log. We'll do, I'll give you a text log underneath. I have your WhatsApp, so... <laughs> but as well, we've seen you girls in some uh, uh, more recent times, though, as you've uh, both been part of our Zoom rooms, our Friday night Zoom rooms. So that's been fun. Mm-hmm. You girls bringing yeah, a little late night fun. You girls uh, checking in all the way from Ireland. So it's like three o'clock in the morning. You're still watching Star Wars. <laughs> You're still watching Airbud. Up watching Airbud, of course. <laughs> those, um, those zooms are a bit tipsy. <laughs> we we've done it after our you know annual or weekly Friday night quiz. So. And understandably though. I mean, at least for you guys, it's like three in the morning there. We got uh, Sean G calling from California. It's like five in the afternoon in his time. He's no excuse for Shizon or Ross. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. In a room with Sean and Ross, you guys seem the most sober. <laughs> oh, definitely went wrong. Like the next day after those Zooms. Amy has to call me and tell me what I said. <laughs> She's like, I don't really remember that Zoom. I'm like, oh, you're really funny. Yeah. She's like, was I? I'm like, yeah, you actually yeah. knew. You went on about cult movies. Was... Well, five years later, you guys are still uh, uh, geeked up favorites and a big part of the whole geeked up experience and all. 
And we thank you guys so much for that. And Orla definitely still uh, still waiting uh, uh, any day now that Elder Wan might be showing up. Okay, so as soon as the post check office them out. Opens. Yeah, as soon as the post <laughs> opens, that could be. Uh... <laughs> and Amy, you're not getting anything. Uh, uh, try to get uh, ask Andre Davi for an email for you. All right, you're gonna. I know. Get... <laughs> yeah, can you put me in touch with him? <laughs> Big shout out to Andre Davi, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but girls, thank you so much, and uh, we'll definitely see you on a Zoom room soon, we hope. Yeah, and uh, girls, also thank you so much. Neither of you said it, but it, I can see it in your faces. Thank you so much for the five-year congratulations. I, yeah, that was uh, really nice of you girls. <laughs> I know you were about to say it, but... <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, better things are... Some things side, are left unsaid, you know. Unsaid, you know? You guys are really, the body language was very uh, congratulatory and all. Well done to five more years, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, geez, we'll do the thanks ten, so we'll, much. We'll take, bring yeah. us on for the 10-year reunion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely, we definitely will. We'll do. All right, girls, thanks again so much. We'll see you all soon. Perfect. Thanks, guys. Thank you. So huge revelation from the Irish girls. <laughs> Fucking Orla's never even yeah. seen there. What a uh, twist. Yeah, really. Uh, amazing, uh, amazing legwork you really did just to uh, get all the air button info. <laughs> I mean, that Wikipedia really, uh, <laughs> really makes right, it easy but, these days, you know. But um, throughout the show, too, we've had a lot of our buddies on kind of in their own geek knowledge and culture. And in that time, too, we've only had two guests that have been reoccurring guests. Our... Uh, Star Wars nerd resident Dennis Smith, and of course, uh, one of our email rules game time guys, Andy Duan. Yes, have, they both uh, joined the what we what we call here on Saturday Night Live the Five Timers Club. That's right. Oh no, yeah, wait, yeah. the the, uh, the Two Timers Club and uh, Geeked Up Podcast. But you get the point. For sure. But, yes, those but, are our so, uh, reoccurring characters, though. They've been on a couple times uh, by themselves, but then they also took over the reeked up personality on the episode they were on on march 12th of 2017 and uh yeah much like the shenanigans we're going through now with the whole geeked up boys as we were uh, talking about earlier but uh our original copycat troll were the reeked up Mm. boys if you remember where of course my podcast would auto correct geeked Mm. up into reeked up and it was like SoundCloud trying to divert our listenership to the re- who we then come to find out who was behind it all along. Yes, yes. The uh, Reeked Up Boys themselves, Dennis and Andy, big reveal. So we're going to play a clip from the, uh, the Bizarro World Reeked Up intro to the show. And then we're going to catch up with uh, Dennis and Andy. So here's that clip. Welcome back to the Reeked Up Podcast episode number OU812. I'm Dennis Smith, back with my part-time, on-time, all-the-time partner in crime, Andy Duan. What's the crack? What's the crack? What's the crack? Yeah, Reeks. Now, we know you all are still reeling from our interview last week with Dame Judy Dench with a uh, with musical guest of Enya. saucy old bitch. But we got a special treat for you this week. 
Oh, man. Who we got on this week? Oh, we got Kesha with Britney Spears. Ooh, that B Spears, baby. That saucy, saucy one. Bitches. All right. You know what? I guess with that, once again, the Reeked Up Boys have uh, snuck back in the studio. Welcome back to the show, the Reeked Up Boys, Dennis and Andy. What's up? What's up? Well, let me tell you guys, it's just absolutely spectacular. I mean, it's. I'm surprised it's taken you this long to get us back. But I'm telling you, it's not for, not for lack of us being busy. It has been a, uh, it has been a banner five years. In fact, I think the more distance that we are from the <laughs> podcast, the more advertising that we're actually getting. As the Reaped Up Boys, yeah. Well, you know, like we said uh, all the time ago, when you type in our name on SoundCloud, it, at least on Liam's computer. It changes it to yeah. the Reeked Up podcast. I mean, we've finally <laughs> been able to troubleshoot the problems with SoundCloud. We finally got our own title on SoundCloud, but so I guess also with that though. But like seriously, guys, welcome back. You two are two of the uh, Geeked Up podcast all stars. You've uh, you're the only two people that have actually been on the show more than once. You know, you're our only two reoccurring guests. So much so that you guys did jump into our Reeked Up gag. And got to uh, kick off one of episode of our shows, which is the clip we just played. But yeah, our two time guests, obviously, and then they uh, were on together, obviously, as the Reeked Up Boys. But that was both their second appearance. As I guess we first had Dennis, we first had you on as uh, as our Star Wars uh, <laughs> judge, right? Or it was like our debate, our Star Wars debate team talking about if we enjoyed. At that point, I guess it was just episode seven, maybe or. It was episode seven just came out, dude. Was it yeah. Force Awakens? Yeah, but it was Force, Force Awakens that just had come out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that were... it's great to be back. Like, I'm, I'm sorry I've been away for so long. I'm, you know, I've been following you guys right along. It's, it's great to hear you guys, and I'm glad you guys are chugging along. And I'm happy to be part of the Zoom cast when I can. It, yeah, know? yeah. yeah it, you've I'm also just, been a big part of the Friday night Zoom rooms. Uh, a couple Zooms. That's been great. Because you moved out of New York, you've been up in Vermont the last Sorry, couple of years. Last yeah, I've been up in Vermont the past couple of years. I'm so now back, that this whole uh, post-Coronaville has opened up this Zoom platform, that we can get you uh, back on the show more now, you know, because we've... Yeah, no, I'd, I'd like that. I I actually, uh, in the future, I, I composed a uh, Stephen Root quiz for you guys going forward, so... <laughs> All right, well, well we got to get you... we got to get you it's back on. I'm sorry. One of my favorite memories, though, from uh, uh, Andy's time on the show that I wanted to get into, though, was when we had Andy on by himself for his first time. We played the uh, Avenger, the X Avengers Squad game. But That's if you right. remember, Andy, when we brought you on, unlike Dennis, you got a gift from the Geeked Up Boys and a hilarious, uh, a hilarious prize closet gift. Do you remember what that was? Did I? Oh shit! Did I guess I the a... I guess the question Eric would be I guess the question would be Did you watch Alf season two? Is the Alf, that was it. I think I lost. Oh, it was his gift. I bought like an Alf out of like the bargain bin at Seven Eleven, and we gave Andy uh, like because uh, Andy's obviously from Ireland to catch everybody up on. But we gave him like a uh, a gift as a uh, as a gag, the Alf DVD, expecting him to be like a hilarious, you know, piece of nostalgia. But Andy had no idea who Alf was because he's from <laughs> Ireland, so it was all confused yeah, and looked at the box like, "Oh, Alf! Like, thanks, boy. Uh, thanks, this guys. will be great." <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, "Oh, dude, you're not in on the hilarious gag of." 
Uh, exactly. So the real question is, what did you think about season two? About? Yeah, for real. I think I left it on the E train. Did it hold up on, on, on season one? <laughs> but the other thing, Andy, that you're uh, famous for is uh, you actually have a rule named. You're actually a part of the Andy rule where That's we first right. started doing this thing five years ago. You gave us a, the uh, suggestion for the superhero game about the mediocre powers, mm-hmm. and then we just stole it from you. And put it on the show. Yes. It's then called the Andy rule that if you want credit for an idea, you got to email us in. Yeah. If you just call us on the street, <laughs> we're stealing it. We set the rule with you. That's why we had you on the first time to play that game. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, Anything you I say in a bar room, any bar room conversation is up for grabs. Uh, <laughs> actually, specifically remembered after the end of Game of Thrones, texting Devin. I was, I was pretty boozy. But like texting Devin and being like, you've got to let me on the show. I've got so many, so many thoughts. I got, I got to vent them somewhere. Got to let me on the show. So many rules. If I recall Wait, too, yeah. you had like a scathing review of like Chris Rock hosting the Oscars or whatever that year as well. But you have to listen back to. Uh... That's right. That's right. The first episode Andy was on, he had he didn't have the whole Oscars bit. I don't actually say yeah. I could get in some pretty. And again, that's a, uh, another rule you said, Andy, because since then, Liam and I have, like, annually have done an Oscar special. So I think you might have been a part of one of our first, yeah. like, not officially, but a part of our very first Oscar special, man. So, you know, you've set rules. You've been a part of the Oscar special. Dennis, now you over there, you've been on the show. Uh, you would, of course, know for a fact that we first started this on May 4th. Yeah. So you know I. Yeah, and uh, at the time when the show started, Asia Ultron was just coming out. It was the second Avengers movie, and the Force Awakens happened was coming yeah, out. Yeah, there was like a double whammy for that year because that was a big movie year. So it yeah, was that was like, what kicked us all into the. That's what yeah, inspired the yeah. whole thing. That huge summer yeah. of 2015. But Dennis, you and I Binks debate on that show. I think because <laughs> was that? I think that's that might have been a Amy because she was saying that she liked. Jar Jar Binks, and we're all like, what do you mean? Like, Jar Jar Binks? How is that possible? You gotta do that was one of the big, like, fire points yeah. of that interview. It was, like, us, like, chastising Amy, being like, dude, this is why you shouldn't like Jar Jar Binks. A, B, C, D, right down the alphabet. <laughs> and then, yeah, that's when we all, uh, because I had gotten tickets for The Force Awakens prior to all that. Correct. Yes. We went to like the so what seven a.m. show, six a.m. show. That was another. That was one of the yeah, first I times. Yeah, it was. It was and then there 6 was. The... So call me crazy. I have a feeling that it was Christmas that the Force Awakens came out. And I no, it was because I wore my uh, the trailer dropping Christmas shirt. Yes. But I think we started the show and the trailer dropped. Exactly. Yeah, it. it was like the trailer. Like one of our, one yet. of our infamous poster uh, breakdowns. But you did because you made a comment that I was like online waiting to get tickets. Because that was I another that was, I guess, for episode eight, though, was when uh, Dennis was actually during Monday Night Football. We, we were we were chronicling Dennis uh, uh, waiting online to get the tickets when they were released at halftime on Monday Night Football. However, no, you cracked the code and got on early and gave us like the early announcement as we were recording. We got the news that Dennis had got the ticks. I forgot about that. That's right. I forgot about that. So like yeah. Devin said, both uh, both of you guys geeked up All-Stars, and I guess, you know, uh, uh, both of those franchises have kind of had their 
final episodes, at least, of this era. We've had Episode Nine for Star Wars, and we've had the uh, Infinity Wars for the Avengers, I guess. Uh, I asked this to Devin a, a couple weeks ago, but maybe let me get your guys' take real quick. Uh, uh, we look back, 20 years from now, we look back. What is the more iconic franchise, uh, Star Wars or Marvel? Maybe, Dennis, we'll start with you. Who's right now wearing a Star Wars shirt? And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Star Wars face I mean, I would say Star Wars, but Marvel has like stepped up their game so much, so it's. Dude, that know. was um. I mean, yeah. to me, that was that my be... answer. That like, of course, like as a child, I had that Star Wars like icon feel, but like as a grown up watching like the first Iron Man or the first Avengers, dude, like I got that childhood feel. Like, dude, this shit's fucking amazing, dude. Like, <laughs> I mean. It's watching Endgame, it was like I was like six years old movie theater again. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. whereas like watching Rise of Skywalker, I was like, I still had that, but it was there was a little. I was kind of taken away from it a little bit just because of how it developed from Force Awakens to Last Jedi to Rise of Skywalker. Because where, let's be honest, too, man. I can honestly say during the point when me and Dennis went to go see the seven a.m. show, there was about ten of us sitting in a row watching the Force Awakens. And all of us over the age of 30, all of us crying. <laughs> well, yeah. We're like, that a dry eye in the house at these 7 a.m. Well, I don't know if it was because I was so stoned and it was 7 a.m. and I've been up the night before, but... Uh, Got the you were in the cinema and thought that you were having a real experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, we were in the 40s, so what are your, spraying uh, tears in my face. What are your thoughts, Andy? <laughs> okay. I have a feeling that what some of this is going to come down to is uh, age differences. So I have a feeling, like, I've noticed this an awful lot with um, some of my co-workers who have kids. They are, like, just all about the Marvel stuff. Which yeah, is, yeah. With the comics of the so. when they were this age. But, like, these kids are dressing up as Iron Man at Halloween. Like, Iron Man mm-hmm. is on literally everything. Like, it's it, it, it really kind of blows my mind. I think that Star Wars, because this the sequel trilogy didn't um I, I don't know if like it's looked on and in as favorable as a light as an awful lot of those avengers movies are but i for one have actually reached the point of, of marvel weariness and at least just, just personally i think really great. I, I, I think the movies are great don't get me wrong i i'm not showing up opening night for a majority. Yeah, that's okay, fair. That's I get call. the same way too, man. Like I used to insist I would see all those Marvel movies. But look, you like the beginning of episode nine where it turns out that uh Pavelton's still alive and has a podcast. But like ghost radio <laughs> No, but he's right that the, the Star Wars movies still seem to have a little bit more of like an epic must see kind of that feel where the Marvel Every ones you can kind of write off a little bit more. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Every I would think that it would definitely come down to you would think it might come down to the fact that the Marvel movies have a lot more like room to evolve from here where the fact that we've already had the nine episodes done, how much more can you squeeze out of it? However, with all of the stuff in the works, it looks like we're going to be able to see some like we're going to get a lot of new Star Wars content. So I think given that in mind, we'll get like a second chance to get the kids. I mean, who, who uh, Baby Yoda, who, what kids aren't uh, all down for Baby Yoda, you know? Mandalorian's no joke, man. That show is Mandalorian's the realness, dude. And I guess what I would say too is I guess I'm the only DC universe fan here. Like that fucking Batman versus Superman Martha scene. <laughs> it's, it's 
be still in my heart. <laughs> mom, why did you say mom? Oh, you have a mom? Let's be friends. <laughs> Star Wars is like the yes, it's the abusive spouse you just keep coming back to because no matter how many times you like it really lets you down. The mm. second you see a trailer is dropped, the second that you see a trailer is dropped, you go yeah. grabbing your action figures. Yeah, and plus you can always throw on uh, how much they let you down. It's like and plus, no matter what, you can always just throw Empire on. Be like, ah. That's the other thing. Yeah, like, at the end of the day, you can just throw Empire on. <laughs> yeah, and be like, ah, oh, dope. Uh, with that, guys, though, uh, you guys are really missing a golden opportunity to starting, though, honestly, the Reeked Up podcast. We would, uh. Yeah, definitely. We'd love to compete against you guys anytime. And definitely sure. now, especially in this post uh, uh, Zoom world, we definitely got to get you guys back on. Uh, but Love I to. to talk more geek stuff, you know. A lot of other guests Love can't to. hang and talk the geek world like you guys. So. And if history is any example, some tells me we'll have at least one of you guys back on again, you know. Uh, I'm always down. <laughs> I guess I want to say for me and Liam, too, neither of you have said it yet, but it's written all over your guys' faces. Thank you for your uh, five-year congratulations yeah, guys, to us. Thank you very much. That means a lot we, uh, to us. We really, really appreciate, appreciate it, guys. guys. <laughs> I know. <laughs> more years. I, know I know we're competitors here, but uh, we're I know it was on the tip of both of your tongues. <laughs> Congrats, fellas! Five yeah. more years. Oh, thank you very much, buddy. We'll definitely hey, get to talk Sammy, we'll soon. For sure, guys. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Peace. So the heads are Dennis and Andy, and of course Dennis has been a uh, big part of our new thing during quarantine, our Friday night Zoom room parties too. He's yeah, uh, yeah. made it for most of those too. He even uh, recently uh, tried to Stephen Root challenge us. He, uh, <laughs> he stumped me. I think it was my first yeah. time, uh, my first defeat yeah, yeah. in a Stephen Root <laughs> trivia. But remember, he did actually bring up like two or three of his questions were characters from Stephen mm-hmm. Root's games past. So. Absolutely. He was uh, uh, trying to fool us with our own rep- beat us with our own uh, uh, repertoire. But, but so big shout out them. to them. We'll definitely look yeah. forward to seeing them soon. But uh, you know, if you're not doing a parody podcast of ourselves, a lot of our friends on here too are uh, doing their own podcasts, and uh, maybe not so much. Some one of them, maybe not so much anymore, but. He's definitely a married man now, settling down. I'm talking about no one other than Joe Simmons. Uh, <laughs> coming on the show, reminiscing about his effing awesome podcast, which got really high reviews from him himself. About uh, <laughs> From no other than Joe Simmons, really. Uh, what a funny really... show it was. And uh, <laughs> But yes, know, and then we yeah. as well get to find out five years later how mm-hmm. the marriage is holding up. As we yeah. all remember the shotgun wedding, uh, the shotgun engagement story from yeah. his episode. <laughs> so, so yeah, major, Simmons, is it going to be like a, an Orla uh, Airbud shocker? Or? <laughs> I was never married and never, never went through. Yeah, because Simmons' episode, Joe's episode is all the way back from December 9th, 2015. And if you remember, too, we, uh, you might, uh, you remember too, we had to reschedule because uh, we tried to do one of the first time he was on during the goddamn Mets World Series. So, uh, yeah, he's kind of a two timer, but uh, this is us catching up with uh, Joe Simmons. I guess uh, with that, though, like Liam was saying, Joe's a uh, old school friend of mine. I finally was able to weasel a guest in, but uh, <laughs> Joe Simmons, formerly NYC tour guide, but Mr. Blind Analyze himself. Joe, welcome <laughs> back to the uh, <laughs> Geek Up. What's happening, buddy? 
Oh, thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. It's great, great to be on here, man. It's great to be on here. It's funny. The uh, the last few weeks, Devin has been trying to get me scheduled on this thing, and uh, I, I just couldn't due to family and mostly work. But it, it, it was nice to be pursued again. Like I still worked in entertainment because I have no I idea. Just, you wanted, you know. It's, uh, yeah. it's nice I just want to be clear here that all I was trying to book Joe on, by the way, was the Friday night 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Zoom room party. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Joe, totally I'll see if I can squeeze you in in a couple uh, weeks. Exactly. Uh, okay. Joe had a great line though. Joe goes, uh, he couldn't make one night in the Zoom rooms, and I was like, Joe, can you make it tonight? He's like, no. I was like, well, good riddance. He's like, well, you're probably gonna bump me for the. Uh, third shift bartender at Pete's anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so you've met Ron the waiter. I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, Ron. exactly. I mean, for but, uh, me, I think the last time that I, uh, uh, or one of the last times I saw Joe, I kind of barely remember seeing him because I was focusing on something else that was going on in my apartment. But I guess we talked a lot about it on the show when Joe was actually on. uh, Joe was on one episode. However, Joe came over my apartment to record uh, episodes two times. (laughs) Yeah. It was, of course, uh, October of 2015 during the Mets World Series run. And I inconveniently had a podcast double booked. And I like I tried to. That's a great point, too, Liam, and because he was the only guest, and if you listen back to the Andy Dennis, but uh, he's the only other two-time guest, because Andy and Dennis were the two-time okay, guests, yeah, that's true. but Joe actually <laughs> he counts, was yes. a two-time guest where Joe showed up. I got him water to... twice, all right? That counts. <laughs> yeah. He's the podcast, ready to go, and we walk in. In fact, uh, Joe, I don't know if you remember, but when we were downstairs before we went to the studio, we saw Liam's friend, Cena, uh, who ran into us with a pizza. And he was like, oh, you guys going to Liam's for the Mets game? World Series? I was like, oh, boy. That's right. Yes, yeah, I do remember yeah. that. <laughs> I Were you Cena showed up. the content of both times I came over? What's up? Uh... I think the first time Liam was just too busy yelling at Degrom. Yeah, to, uh... no, the first time it was like the, the like like a World Series game two or something like that, and I was literally in my stretch of during the uh, since the Mets made uh, clinched the playoffs in like mid September mm-hmm. to that day, I was wearing a Mets jersey every single day. Like that's all I wore was Mets jerseys for about a month and a half. So I was pretty into it <laughs> by game three of the World Series, and yet I was like, yeah, come over, we'll have it on in the background we'll talk we'll we'll riff about uh uh blind analyzing state capitals or whatever the fuck you know like yeah, yeah, yeah. not well, able to maintain remember, focus good point when we finally got joe on it was kind of a weird thing too because like one uh i was still reasonably new to new york or maybe not so much but like joe was a friend from florida joe was one of the few florida comics and new york comics at the time that was up there that we got on and we were doing joe at the time had the uh nyc toy guy blog going on but the real big thing joe had going on because we pushed it back enough was uh it was just post thanksgiving and again i'll mark the date we were talking about before we brought this up but uh five years ago and joe had just got engaged his uh at the time russian girlfriend evie was just like waking him up and was like Tonight, you propose matters to me, or that is domestic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that's the story that I remember anyway. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty accurate. No, no, we got into a big 
fight that morning. Uh, just <laughs> yeah, this was like the Thanksgiving, the, I guess, the year before, <laughs> perhaps, right? Because I guess this was in October. Right, this must yeah. have been, but because it was uh, well, it was on Thanksgiving, wasn't it? No, it was fresh. It was fresh enough because the game we played was the NYC Blind Tour Guide, and one of the uh, questions we had Joe ask was, "Well, how would you propose there?" Okay, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, okay. Joe was like, you can't copy me. It can't be have an angry <laughs> Russian girl yell at you about it. So, uh, I have to do it on your own. But uh, yeah. How did but that, that ever turn out, by the way? How did the uh... – <laughs> <laughs> judging by the story where, you like, you woke up with no Thanksgiving plans and you went to bed engaged, like – Dude, it was – well, first of all, yeah, and just to reiterate, that we, we got into a big fight, and I can't remember exactly what, but it was – she wanted to start looking at wedding rings, and I wasn't into it. And she – actually, she asked me if she should take a tour out on, a, on Thanksgiving because she's Russian. Russians don't celebrate Thanksgiving. Um, and I was like, yeah, sure, take a tour. And she was mad that I said, yeah. She wanted, you know, she wanted to go – Ah, it was a trip. Yeah. Right, it was a trap. And I got to go back here for a second. What are Russia's things? Uh, what's Russia's problem with Thanksgiving? Uh, <laughs> what, Russians don't like turkeys? Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> no, no, Russians no, no, never no. had any uh, gracious dinners with the Native Americans? <laughs> I mean, uh... <laughs> and then, you know, so, you know, we end up, you know, because you want to go look at rings, we go look at rings, we go look at rings together, and then, you know, you go down to the Diamond District, and I don't. If you're about diamonds down there, you negotiate. You go look at a diamond, and then you just go back and forth uh, and back yeah. and forth. Don't tell Ashley about this, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, when you we went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and, and we, we finally agreed on the price. I, after we got done negotiating, I was like, "Oh shit, we're not looking, we're buying." You know, I, you can't spend that much time I know, after the negotiation. Anyway. Like, yeah, right. right. I'll come so, back next I, week. And- I, I bought it. I I have a ring. My girlfriend is right next to me. It's like the most awkward moment. I'm not proposing right now, so I'm just going to put this in my pocket. But, of course, like the girl or like salesman behind the counter is also putting on that show because they're selling. Yeah, for sure. Like, oh, I mean, a special lady would like a special rock like this. It doesn't help that you're – make a lovely couple. It's going to be a... engagement shopping rings with the girl you're about to ask to marry you. Yeah, great call. Yeah, they really so, hold, they're really holding you over the coals when you show up like with your are like have Irish descendants and like the potato jokes and everything but like just to make a joke the whole Russian thing are like Joe you pick this ring and you tell me now you marry me <laughs> yeah it comes lost a yeah. little pushy I'd say I suppose <laughs> The, uh, uh, you know, uh, Jor can't see her giving Joe an Indian burn in his arm like this one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so that, that led to us just having this awkward walk around New York City, me thinking, how the hell do I ask her to marry me? And her thinking, when is he going to ask me to marry him? Because I had the ring, yeah. and she wanted it. She wanted to meet. She was in love with this, so I had to propose that night. Um <laughs> Yeah, and this is a real breakdown because this was the same story we got, mind you, five years ago. Simmons, where are you at now? Uh, Two manslaughters and uh, so this could have gone. So this could go either way. I'm scared to ask because (laughs) Um, the uh, the marriage is 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 amazing. You know, we're we we've been together. You know, all the five years. We have two kids now, both daughters. One two and a half. uh, One four months. They're a real handful. Four months. That's a uh, brand new baby. Yeah, yeah. congratulations. Uh, 
Thank Are we you, talking uh, boys and girls? Two girls? Two, two boys? Girls. Two girls. Oh, Simmons and fuck. Two girls? I know. I Don't know. think. Uh, and I guess I mean, you, you got to have a third. You got to get that guy. You got to get that boy in there eventually, right? I mean, uh, <laughs> even if you guys uh, aren't big listeners uh, of the Geek That Podcast, and for whatever reason you're like, I'm going to listen to the five year anniversary episode. But uh, back in the day, Old Simmons was a little bit of a, dare I say, a playboy. His, uh, <laughs> if I uh, remember correctly, your kind of whole comic bit was kind of like being the good looking, smooth guy, right? Wow. It was like, Bitch, you're not yeah. gonna get him So uh, <laughs> it was more self-deprecating, but yeah, I was trying to be the comic smooth guy, but I was <laughs> making fun of myself. And that's that's actually an excellent point. The mm-hmm. um, you know when you're when you're a comedian, you're you're most of them are self-deprecating. Most of them you're making fun of yourself, making fun mm-hmm. of your life. Um, dude, I moved to New York. I freaking I marry a model. I uh, I end up having two beautiful kids. I have a great job. Uh, I'm, I'm making more than I've ever made in my life. Dude, my life is great. Which let's be honest here for my Let's comedy. <laughs> not exactly how that. Not all that it's cracked up to be. Liam, I would like to point out to you, didn't just move to New York. He came to my house once. Uh, okay, so a big thing. Uh, me and Simmons met each other in Florida, and we talked about this on that episode. But I moved up here. Simmons was like, and all the Florida comments. You moved to New York. Can I stay at your place? Simmons was the only one that went forward with it. Came up here and was like, I have the flu. And literally spent like in a seven days world, on my couch and two days doing open mics. Uh, right. But Simmons, anyway, dude, uh, five years from now, I guess when this whole thing is uh, cleared up, this whole coronavirus thing is cleared up and we, uh, you know, you put all those cars away. <laughs> behind you we love you up again man i know you're a family man now a big uh by the way let's point out the fact that he was on here surprise proposal father of two now in florida out of new york city yeah if we can get you uh if we can get you on here again man we would uh love to have you dude one of our first guests one of our uh big listens man uh thank you so much joe for uh but we appreciate it buddy we'll talk soon yeah NYC Slow Joe Simmons, baby. So it looks like he made it, you know? Five years later, two kids. uh... (laughs) Yes. Shocking uh, the world. Uh... Sounding just as proud of himself as ever. (laughs) But yeah, thank you very much to Joe. The first time, the second time, and now the third time. (laughs) Yes, every time. Um, But with that, too, like we said, a lot of our buddies were on the show, and another buddy of ours... Old school friend of Liam's, new friend of mine to the show, but Mike Manzi, who uh, not only hosts a podcast of his own, the Cage Club Network with his buddy Joey, but he also has a string of other podcasts, so much like Big LW over there, and has his own network, even made the old local Jersey paper, but... uh, yeah, uh, big one-upsmanship on the local Jersey paper in uh, me and man's hometown. He's uh, really mm-hmm. shot ahead of me on the hometown hero race. But but uh, Manzi was on a show on February 17th, 2016. Uh, we made him play a Nicolas Cage game with us. We kind of just talk podcasting in general. And this is us uh, catching up with him right now. All right. So, uh, so, so happy to bring on my old friend 
and one of the Geeked Up podcast favorites as well, I should say, however, one of the Geeked Up podcast competition, our number one competition <laughs> in the Geeked podcast market. But uh, welcome back to the show, my main man, Mike Manzi. Hey guys, thanks for having me back. Sorry it took so long to be back, but it's great to be here. It's all no, good, brother. Please, it's man. all good. Great to have you here. Yeah, great to have you back. As uh, like I said, your show was one of the most, I'd say, like in format geeked guests that we've ever had. <laughs> because at the time you were doing the Cage Club. Which, of course, was your podcast watching uh, every Nick Cage movie in sequential order. All right. Uh, now we're, we've both, me and Devin, have both been following along as you've moved on to uh, sticking with the hilarious C alliteration as you've moved on to the Cruise Club. But now as well doing the Tom uh, Tom thing with Tom Hanks and Cruise. So that's been sick. Want to tell us about your, your latest venture? Yeah. Oh, man. I feel like so much has happened since the last time we really sat down, but we're still doing the Cage Club. Cage put out six movies last year, if I'm not mistaken, and like six movies like in a row. So like August, September, October, November, December, <laughs> and January. And I have that. We're, we're going to we're gonna discuss a couple of those later, but so you are right, still doing right. the Cage Club because I have a couple yeah. of uh, that, I, that I've seen that I wanted to get your rundown on. But... Yeah, we're still doing that, and then okay, we sick. moved on. We we did all of Keanu after that. Then oh, we the did Keanu all movie. of yeah, and then we did all of Charlize Theron's movies after that. Okay, remember that and one? Yes. Now, <laughs> and now Joey and I are in the middle of the Tom Tom Club, which was um, <laughs> all of Tom Cruise and all of Tom Hanks's movies, and we were alternating one a week. So, okay, like, we would go back and forth alternating the Toms. toms? Interesting. Yeah. So, Devin, and how about you? Right off the bat, Devin, who do you? Devin, right off the bat, who are you liking more, uh, Hanks or Cruz? Who's your Tom? Oh, so it's crazy how far and away Tom Cruise movies are just like amazing. Like almost every <laughs> one of his movies during this during this period have been like incredible. Like one after the other have been like better, almost better and better. Um, he's got like five out of forty-two movies that I probably you know, wouldn't rewatch. Okay. Wow. Whereas like Tom Hanks stuff, like a lot of that for me was coast was coasting on the um, like nostalgia wave probably. And I went back and we were watching a lot of the Hanks stuff and it's, you know, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, the comedies aren't really holding up. Uh, it's sure. not really until he gets into like the nineties and, and much he different has, like, style of movies, like, 10 or 12 movies. Now Very I know different. Yeah. you guys really plug away this because I remember at the Cage Club you were even doing like the SNL appearances. Did you guys watch every episode of Bosom Buddies? We did. Wow, <laughs> wow dude, that's very and, impressive. Epic. And I think that might have been a mistake to start that way because it kind of took the wind out of our sails a little bit. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Yeah. I believe it. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and you'd be surprised how little Peter Scolari pops up uh, otherwise along the way. How that was, his, uh, that was his bosom buddy. How many episodes was there? Seasons of Bosom Buddies. There was only two seasons, so I think. I think uh, I yeah, for think real. But still, I mean, like Jesus, that's eighteen each, eighteen or twenty. Yeah, I was gonna say that's got to be. Uh, yeah, because it 50 was like fifty episodes or something. Forty episodes. <laughs> Very we got, well, we did it. We only did two episodes. We did each season at a time. 
We didn't do every no, single No, for sure, but you had to watch them all everything. at least. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Just the watching is the yeah. more. I, I talked about it at the podcast. It's For me, it's easier to podcast than watch any of this shit. You know, I can. <laughs> I always have time to talk about it, but a time to actually watch it as well. But um, I guess yeah. as, as well, a lot in a lot of ways, though, the whole cage club was ahead of the curve on a lot of things, especially where we n- sit now in this post-Coronaville world. But a couple interesting things about the cage club <laughs> looking back. But you and Lewandowski were doing the whole Zoom uh, uh, by Coastal podcast long ago, like five oh, years yeah. ago when we when we had you on. You guys were already doing the whole Zoom thing, weren't you? Yeah, that's pretty funny how he was in Texas and I was in New Jersey and we were doing it all. Yeah, even there was the time zone difference and everything like that. Uh, So, you know, he's since moved back to New Jersey and we've tried to do as many live episodes in person as much as possible. We were really getting on a roll there for a while until this whole thing hit but uh but you guys are prepared yeah, you know, this is old hat to you exactly I mean. yeah we sort of dropped back onto uh our old habits again and just like picked it up like nothing really changed so what yeah, we 75 movies from two different actors and uh <laughs> now, i want to point out a couple of things uh that since you've been on that happened uh one is that Liam and I kind of took a format like you guys have. We do a Netflix and chat podcast now, obviously, oh. also, where we just pick a random Netflix. It has to be a Netflix original production. Yeah. And then we watch and review it. So, I mean, a lot of that is inspired by the you. The binge also, watch thing has gotten very popular in general, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of podcasts that do it now, but I feel like the Liam said, I feel like you guys were on the first. But also, I remember a few years ago, it was pretty close to after you, got, you were on our show. I'm not saying I weren't taking any credit for it or anything, but I remember emailing Liam a uh, newspaper clip because you and Lewandowski made the local Jersey newspaper for doing oh the, uh, the Cage Club podcast. Which, Fuck yeah. Uh, Pretty fucking awesome, honestly, big, dude. Yeah, no. big, pro- big props to the Newark Star-Ledger, by the way. A big shout-out yeah, to them. I, and, uh... I mean, that that was, like, pure luck. So, like, one of the guys who does a, a show on our network called Foodie Films, which is all, like, it's a foodie podcast, um, and his girlfriend was a photographer for the ledger or the record or something, and... Uh, oh, was it in the she, record? Like, nice. It was even, the record, even yeah. Even better. And... And she was like, hey, someone ought to do a story on, like, my boyfriend's friends. Like, they do this podcast thing. And, like, sure enough, like, one of the reporters, like, picked up on it. Um, (laughs) I mean, somebody's got to bite the the bait on that one. Yeah. And, like, I didn't expect there to be such a spread in the newspaper, like, front page and all that kind of thing like you know it's a very slow news day (laughs) but that's a really fun episode because uh like the reporter came over and watched a movie with us and it was uh the wicker man and like he had a really great time and that poor son of a bitch (laughs) yeah i didn't know what he was in for uh yeah i mean but it was it was like more of what he was hoping for because like that movie in particular we sort of like you know, not make fun of more, but it's more of a fun movie to sort of sit and watch together than some of Cage's other yeah. movies. So like, and a more sure, relatable yeah. Cage movie for, for yeah. like, a one that most, a more mainstream, anyway. Uh, I guess something else that you said, though, in that answer is that not only do you guys uh, still are making your own podcast, but now you kind of have a, uh, there's you have a little network, or I don't want to say a little, I don't mean to be demeaning, but you have, like, a network where you have other podcasts now that's, like, under your kind of banner, correct? 
Yeah, so I wish I could take credit for, like, any of that, really, but it just, like, spread and grew on its own, mostly, like, wildfire, and, you know, anyone can basically, like, do a show if they want to. Uh, There aren't that many, you know, regulations, per se, but, like, yeah, I think we have something like 25 shows on the network right now, and, I I mean, I don't even, I would be remiss if I could tell you the name of every single one of them, even. Like, I have not studied up on my own network. Well, I'll tell you, uh, I'll tell you one of them that's not on there. It's on the old. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, you guys seem to be doing quite all right on your own. I mean, I don't know if we'd be much of a help, but who knows? We don't know. You know, maybe we're on big business. Taking us we could join forces someday. Well, you kind of said it too. Even if we're not in the network, you know, fingers crossed. Because, like I said, me and Liam do the uh, our separate kind of sister podcast is the Netflix and Chat. I mean, fingers crossed all all around that the Nick Cage Tiger King movie is going to be a Netflix original, <laughs> so we can finally get the four yeah. of us together and uh, do the big uh, Cage what, Club Netflix and Chat geeked up uh, collaboration on that one. You know, what are your thoughts about that that breaking news announcement? Nick Cage as the Tiger King. It's uh, you know you got you know guys like it's the, it, it might be I'm a little worried I gotta be honest like it's the first time in yeah, a long time is. it sounds terrible. What, is this the one that kills Cage's career? He's gonna be real careful this Cage. It, well, I know that's what I keep saying is like there's no way like he can ruin what he doesn't have necessarily you know like it is what it is but like it's just not the way I wanted him to come sort of back and you know like it just feels like oh here's a project that the mainstream is waiting to see and will embrace. And of course yeah, it yeah. feels like the perfect fit now, you know, as far as he's a maniac, goes. cage is well, a maniac. It seems right. like a perfect, uh... of course it's going to be Nick Cage. Well, what about the movie that's coming out, which is supposed to be like either really crazy or maybe really good, but isn't there like some crazy movie coming out where he's playing himself? Yeah. And it's going to be like a crazy action. Uh... Yeah, it sounds almost like Charlie Kaufman-esque kind of thing. Where, For uh, sure. Yeah, he, he exists in a universe where he is the actor Nick Cage. And uh, I think it's something like he has to recreate moments in his career or something like that. I'm not yeah, sure. Okay, yeah, I've been, yeah, I've been I'm loving the too, sounds of this. Like so. It's going to be very bizarre, dude. See, and that, I'm loving the sound of that, too. It, yeah, that it, sounds it, and, you know, way better I, than I, the Tiger King. Joey and I have been getting into conversations, though, recently about these new projects and stuff. And even for him, he's like, it's a little too meta. Like, it's a little too expected, you know? It's like, we're we're really waiting for him to sort of, like, we're waiting for like Tarantino to call. We're waiting for like Paul Thomas sure. Anderson, or, you know, or, well, or the guys who did uh, Uncut Gems, right? Like those guys. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Well, let me tell you this. This kind of gets me in my last question for you too, because this is like the geeked up podcast. But what character? How should Nicolas Cage in like a geek's dream come true be introduced in the MCU? Oh man, so. So like my 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 the the my dream would be for him to come back as Ghost Rider in some capacity and be sort of okay. the first sure yeah crossover not even the same I mean, been Ghost down Rider, that road like, before though no yeah I know it's true but I was thinking he could like sort of pass the mantle on early on and like maybe mm-hmm. he, like Keanu could be the new Ghost Rider or something that's um, something they're talking about another guy yeah, that I do a podcast he, about uh, somebody that I can I, podcast about goddamn. I think Nick Cage would make a killer uh, Norman Osborn. I, was I think gonna, would be the uh, 
Those rumors were were flying around. I remember he was yeah. almost he was. There were even talks he was going to do that for one of the animated movies or something. But I think like I think I kind of came up with a great character for him. I don't know. It's it's a little obscure, but I think you know now that Marvel has opened up the cosmic world, he would be a good watcher. Do you know who the watcher sure. is by any chance? One hundred percent, I do. Like. Just a big, old, weirdo. Yeah, dude, that would be amazing. (laughs) And, like, you know, comes down to Earth and talks to the Fantastic Four in, like, a really cryptic language or something, and then just goes away until the end of the... You know, just, like, this Mm -hmm. mysterious presence who dips in and out kind of thing. Well, man, that sounds amazing. If uh, the Tiger King Nicolas Cage movie isn't on Netflix, hopefully we'll have you back on when... uh, you called it Nick Cage plays the Watcher in an MCU movie. Yeah, yeah. I heard sure. this. I heard Tiger King. Isn't Tiger King? I heard it's a. Sh- it might be a mini series. Might be a mini series. It, it might be a couple well, episodes, I mean, yeah. not just a movie. But Much like the Tiger it King, it would be. Uh... Yeah. Either way, if it's uh, coming to Netflix, we're uh, we're calling dibs. The no, absolutely. Are, uh... <laughs> But man, but, thank uh, you so much, man. And definitely, uh, like you said, you're we were. Uh, I'm sorry. And like we said, you were one of our favorite guests, and you have a great whole podcast series and network. Definitely, everybody check. You want to give one big plug uh, before you go to have everybody checks out your podcast and your whole network and all. Oh yeah! So thank you guys very much. Um, everyone, go check out CageClub.me. That's where you can find every show on the network, from Cage Club to Tom Tom Club to uh, to the show. I actually host a show on my own called Third Times a Charm, where I just look at the third installment of a franchise. So like, oh, I've done, like everything from from like Jaws three to <laughs> nice. like Beverly Hills Cop three, the Back to the Future three with tra- with Mad Dog Tanner, uh, Biff's, Biff's Grandpa. Yeah. Easily my favorite of the trilogy. (laughs) I love that one. I love a good uh, sci-fi western. Uh, And that show actually may – I might be ending that show on uh, later next year in its third year. But, I mean, maybe I could get you guys on an episode. I know, right? I was like, (laughs) yeah, for real. It's uh, too perfect. But, but man, thank you so much, man. We'll definitely uh, see you. Our geek worlds will collide soon. But thanks again (laughs) so much, man. All right. Thanks for having me. Hey, Manzi, look, thanks again. I know you uh, haven't said it yet, but it's written all over you. Thanks for the big five-year congratulations on our show. <laughs> yeah, you man, we really it, appreciate but, uh, that. That was uh, yeah. definitely on behalf of the whole network, guys. I'm sure, from Lou with the thank Lou and Jowski as well. It was real nice of him to send along the well wishes. But... Yeah, yeah right, dude, I appreciate it, Andy. Uh, we'll talk soon, man. Cool. So, again, big thanks and uh, doing great out there, Manzi. Uh, only fingers crossed, like I, we, me and Liam were saying. Uh, hopefully, hopefully to God that uh, <laughs> yeah. Nick Cage Tiger King movie is on Netflix. We can finally get yes, the uh, for sure. big... Uh, Worlds Nate will collide on the... Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, eventually <laughs> they will, though. There's not a, a sooner than later, Cage will... Tiger King or not, sooner than yeah. later, Cage will wind up. And definitely check out the uh, Cage Club network of podcasts. They really do a lot of great stuff. I, I got to check out this uh, uh, third sequel, this third in a series podcast, Three's a Charm or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds... Absolutely, man, it does. And so I guess like you guys have been hearing, too, we've had a lot of good times with buddies of ours on the show, fellow potters, uh, guests. And pretty much every time we have friends on, it's a great time. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, a lot of laughs with our old friends. Sometimes there's some bad, some not even bad <laughs> ones, just some dark, cringy times. And that would exactly. actually be the first time we've ever had friends on. And uh, 
There are, literally- there are highs and there are lows in the, in the last five years. As it wasn't all just laughs with our old friends. For sure. And of course, I'm talking uh, Ross and Lauren, and no blame to them for it being cringy. It's just yeah, these two chuckle right As now. much as I'd like to blame it on their judging, I got to feel that me and you are responsible for uh, the atrocity yeah. that went down on the for Real least... Slim Shady LP, or the Real Slim Shady contest, where me yeah. and Devin decided to uh, try to find out who is the Real Slim Shady by, and I as well really am ashamed for myself, because I am kind of usually <laughs> put myself more in the tech, uh, in charge of some of the tech things, but the fact that uh, listening back, we didn't even have like a backing track, it's, it's me and you, acapella. Eminem versus with two of our Maybe closest friends just we'll, uh, disgusted on looking. <laughs> Maybe one day we'll go back and do like a George Lucas uh, added, like, this is the version you were meant to see. <laughs> yeah, seriously. A, jo- a Todd Phillips uh, a director's cut. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, like we said, no fault of their own. Uh, at least we did trick them at least one point to sing along with us. And of course, that's uh, everyone's favorite Eminem song, Mushrooms, girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man so i guess but, uh, it, it might be uh, uh, me and Devin to blame however we're taking them down with us <laughs> and i guess but, that's uh, what we'll get into here but and it's yeah, more ross you, you can hear lauren in there but it's really ross taking over lead <laughs> yeah so you'll hear him we'll play you a clip of us all singing uh, uh mushrooms together and then they'll lead us right into our interview catching up with our friends ross and lauren I took three, she ate the other 26 caps. Now she's sitting in the corner, in the corner crying her eyes out, drinking Lysol. She's going to die, dude. <laughs> I know, and it's my fault. I never meant to give you mushrooms, girl. I never meant to bring you to my world. And now we're sitting in the corner crying. Now it's my fault, my fault. And then there's a bunch of like whimpering yeah, that closes yeah, it out. <laughs> oh God! I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah, a couple of those, a couple of oh gods get thrown yeah. in there. A bunch of tears, a girl. More than enough. All right. So I guess with that, we will <laughs> reunite the whole slim shady uh, posse. <laughs> of course, uh, me and Devin, and then of course D12, Mike, if you will. What's up? It's our D12 crew. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The dirty duo over here. But, of course, my uh, high school friend, uh, Ross Terramina, of course, from the UTI podcast on SoundCloud. Please edit my last name out. <laughs> and my Too friend late, from high school, uh, Lauren, who doesn't have a uh, podcast. <laughs> or, last Dude, if you, uh, or last name. But if you uh, – I remember when we first posted that episode, too – the way we kind of wrote it out made it seem like, because we were like, our friends Lauren and Ross, like Lauren and Ross from the UTI podcast, it made it seem like it was like Lauren and Ross from the UTI podcast. She still I think we had to give a message. Yeah, if you listen back to the UTI podcast, don't expect to hear Lauren. You're just going to hear Liam Lambert on with Ross. Yeah, it's going to be me interrupting Ross instead of Devin on that one. It was... <laughs> but of course, these were the two judges for the mm-hmm. Slim Shady contest where we just heard a small piece, of course, of what was definitely what goes down as my low point in show history. I don't know about for you, Devin. What were your... Uh... Uh, yeah, I mean, I, it's probably one of the only episodes I've never really uh, listened to. 
Definitely, definitely just never listening made my... back, I was uh, uh, even not only disgusted by our bad rapping, but the fact that like we didn't even, I couldn't even figure out the technolo- uh, the technology of getting a backing track played. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but well, I guess, I mean, well, welcome the other... to the show, you guys, though. Welcome aboard. What's going on? Five years later, I guess 20 yes, years dude. since the anger, ma- almost 20 years since the anger <laughs> management tour as well. The fabled anger management tour. Uh-huh. <laughs> Nothing, just you know, quarantine. I, you know, I heard uh, the Marshall Mathers fucking LP on the radio the other day because I guess it was the 20 year anniversary of that. Okay, wow. right. interesting. <clears throat> 20 I mean, years of that, five years of the Geek Up podcast. It's um, <laughs> we ain't doing too bad ourselves, but <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I immediately turned it off, but. <laughs> I, had a, I had a whole, a whole little side comment about that. <clears throat> but, I mean, he did I mean, make his debut that. in the geeked world with the horrible Punisher, or what was the the, the Venom song? The Venom, yeah, yeah. He recently did the soundtrack to the Venom movie, and it's really oh, bad. God, just <laughs> him going Venom, take a Venom, Venom. <laughs> Yeah, it was as bad. inspired by the uh, Slim Shady contest, I think. We we <laughs> yeah. creeped in his head and ruined him. But what were your guys? Do you have any memories of how bad we did? or? <laughs> I'm going to default to Lauren on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it was pretty bad. <laughs> nice, nice. That's all you need to remember. I mean, now, uh, I remember that Liam did win. I brought Lauren in as my ringer, too, and she ended up going Liam. <laughs> but I'll never <laughs> What Ross said, one, because uh, I used to think back that maybe it was because I gave Liam the burger championship in the old UTI contest. Yes, major was controversy getting, was. Yeah, there was a fucking contest. If it was Ross getting back at me, but Ross uh, was so clear with why he picked Liam to me that it was so specific. He goes, not only was Liam better at rapping, but Devin, you were making the weirdest fucking face the whole time. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he said. I, I think that he thought that you were too happy to be doing it. He was like, Liam was showing the proper amount of shame that it would deserve to get through this. <laughs> but listening back, remember, we actually had it was a three prong scoring system where it was based on swag, flow, and on pointness. <laughs> Have you guys judged any, Lauren? Have you judged anybody's swag uh, or on pointness since that contest? Or. <laughs> Is that now how do you uh, uh, judge your dating game by guys' uh, swag and on pointness level? I, ju- I judge literally every single person that walks by me. <laughs> well, you have your own judging scale, fortunately. But uh, I guess there's thing to point out, too. I don't know if we said it yet, but you guys were the first guests on the show. This was, uh, I think, our fifth episode that we did, and... We're like, let's get some guests on. This will be great. We both know Eminem really well. <laughs> and I think it just consisted of us just drinking a bunch of beer. And, uh, and then Lauren right, was just passing to... through, actually, right? Yeah, yeah. She was, uh, if I remember correct, you were coming down from, like, Maine to Florida, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> now you made it all the way up. Yeah, you were driving through, like, I'm in New York. Perfect timing like, for, to, for us to humiliate ourselves. Perfect timing for you to have a shitty night in New York. <laughs> know, seriously. All you wanted to do was of, go out in New York. Know, right? <laughs> out of all the great right. tourist sites in New York, <laughs> the Slim Shady contest isn't going to make any, uh, make any handbooks. I have great memories. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I guess yeah, like we said, so Eminem, uh, 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 I guess ruined forever in my mind. I've never, I'll never be able to listen to him in the same way. 
knowing that I'm the uh, the Slim Shady Slim Shady champion, which was really <laughs> like one of those win lose 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 kind of scenarios for me. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> Dude, I, it's so embarrassing how much we liked him. But no, yeah. <laughs> that's a great that's a great point like it's just so like oh. it really is god damn no, yeah, we you know what i've only spent this time being the ashamed i'm like yeah like we went to go like when did eight mile come out like we were still like didn't like him that much by then but still like had to go see it oh dude i remember yeah oh. i remember me and you in the theater seeming to like him pretty much uh seeming to like him a lot yeah, no. Our buddy Fish was definitely in the theater, standing up and like hyping, hype man, and be like, "Oh, like losing his mind." Oh, did he lose himself? <laughs> I fucking hate that song. That I was really when it all turned. One of my most hated songs. Mm-hmm. And um, like, there was a couple instances where I'd be at like a party and like people would like blast that. And, like, the whole fucking entire party, like, got all into it. And, like, I just had to leave. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a uh, It was like, come on, guys. Definitely an Irish exit scenario. There was a, definitely a time where, like, a lot of, well, a lot of but, like, a lot of at these, like, some of these open mics that Liam and I would do where, like, you could play a song before you went on stage. There was always the <laughs> one fucking <laughs> Eminem fucking person every great one that first came out, every great <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> What was, what was your what was your song, Devin? Even if it wasn't Eminem, it was Eight Mile. It was uh, Lose Yourself. <laughs> no, I, I, I was that guy. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, we will. All right, we've lost Lauren. <laughs> I'm sure, she's. Oh, no, sorry. You were just on the la- last Zoom room. Actually, you were breaking the news about some uh, hot ar- uh, some hot rap oh, yeah. artist. Uh, uh, Griselda. Griselda. <laughs> Griselda. I, 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 I'm too I'm too old to like be up up on it, but uh Well the producer of the Geekdo podcast, Andre Davi, has been as well collaborating with the hip hop uh, group called Piss Mob out of Jersey, so we rec- highly <laughs> Piss recommend Mob Piss, Mob. Piss Mob. Piss Mob out of Jersey. And if we want no and we way. want you guys back to judge the uh who's the real Piss Mob contest between me and Devin <laughs> when we have that before the tenth anniversary, but for sure, but uh, I, I mean, guess I'm don't, Lauren. If you're in, I'm in. I mean, you should bring it back. <laughs> oh, gotta. For sure. I mean, a trip. Are, you, are, you, are, you, are you driving back up to Maine anytime soon? <laughs> no, I'm out of California now, so that'd be. Oh, yeah. You're steering clear of New York City to not be sucked in. Uh... <laughs> yeah. I'll zoom in for the piss yeah. mob. One. Yeah. So when the when the coast is finally clear, you know, and you want to have a nice New York City night. You can come and we can ruin it for you. Just like this last <laughs> yeah. time. Yes, exactly. I'm the real lady. Yes, I'm the real lady. <laughs> but guys, really, thanks for catching up with us. I know none of you have said it. It's written all over your faces, though. But uh, I know what? you were both about to say congratulations to me and Liam for uh, five years doing yeah, the show. That really means a lot to us. <laughs> oh, yeah. our, uh, two of our closest friends in real life, Fucking not just the off. podcast, but... <laughs> <laughs> Much appreciated. Has it really been five years? Yeah. yeah. That's it's the whole point uh, of the show. Did you not read any of the text that I sent you about this fucking thing? <laughs> it's, uh... Dude, I, I, I missed your old text uh, last weekend about about uh I think you read well we I thought you were gonna play old clips. I thought we were gonna listen okay. to you rap. No, we played that before you guys were on. 
You're going to have to listen to here. You're going to have to listen to the show. I guess we could listen to that podcast. But, like, what went through your guys' heads? Like, let's not have the judge do a revote? (laughs) No, we're trying to bury... uh, We actually got you guys involved. When you listen back to the footage, you're going to be surprised (laughs) at the familiar voices you might hear for the rapping. (laughs) Because we weren't alone in this mission. We were able to... (laughs) Was it it Mushrooms? Was that the song? (laughs) I guess you're going to have to listen and see the... uh, (laughs) <laughs> but guys thanks again so much like we said definitely look right. forward to having you guys back on and uh, yeah, no, uh definitely i'm, I'm down well, yeah again just you know take an expensive flight over on you and, uh, we, yeah. <laughs> all expenses paid by yourself and uh, but, uh definitely we'll see you guys as well in our friday night zoom rooms ross i know that you've been uh you've been a zoom rumor but yes, right. thanks again. Lawrence, thank you, buddy. Good to see you. All right, bye. So that was us talking to our buddies, Ross and Lauren. It turns out uh, <laughs> we're not the only ones that uh, put that out of our mind. No, it's my fault, my fault. <laughs> I guess it was our fault, but uh, like we said, <laughs> yeah, took yeah. Them down. we took them down with us, especially Ross mm-hmm. getting into it. And Ross brings up the best point, but uh, uh, really kind of cringeworthy, <laughs> the amount of Eminem uh, paraphernalia I had on my wall. <laughs> but, <laughs> or just how into him we all were at that a age, good friend right? of mine still uh, A good friend of mine had like a, uh, a picture of Eminem giving the middle finger on like his sophomore year binder, and he still catches <laughs> fucking tons of shit for his like... <clears throat> he was like way too old for a binder picture, and it was fucking Eminem uh, giving the middle finger. <laughs> shout out to Tiernan's binder fucking awesome but I guess uh, not all of our friends are musically talentless uh, we do have Andre Davi out there and we have not only him but we do have our good friend Marnie Stone who yes. uh, we brought on on our show for her musical expertise and like we played a frontman swap game with her yeah where we uh, replaced frontmen's from popular bands with other hilarious alternatives and hilarity ensues. And I, I think there was one of the rules for each band was would Stephen Root uh, approve of it? <laughs> if I yeah. remember correctly, I'm sure there's a Stephen Root rule thrown in there somehow. But <laughs> absolutely. So here's us catching up with Marnie Stone from her episode from June 20th, 2016. All right, and I guess with that, then uh, we're going to bring up another guest uh, previously on the show. But a uh, big welcome back to Marnie Stone. Marnie. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Hi, friends. Now, how have you been? How have you been? Uh, last time you were here, you were a New York resident. Now you're on the other side of the coast, right? You're, uh, you yeah, left you're a much sunnier quarantine in uh, Los Angeles, right? That's right. Yeah, well, after I left um, New York, I actually went back to school. I got my master's in upstate New York, and then um, I moved back home out to LA so that's where I am right now for quarantine yay very nice better than Buffalo I'd say (laughs) snowy march in Buffalo got coronavirus and six feet of snow outside it's like (laughs) definitely Uh, they're fine so when we were on our episode we were playing the uh front man swap game if you remember we were taking like different uh Frontmen, if I remember correctly, too, it's been a while. Frontmen from the other bands and putting them in different bands and giving them a yes. name. Frontmen so, swap. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. 
remember that. So kind of is what I'm saying. You're kind of our musical expert here. What are your thoughts now that everything being shut down and all these concerts and everything being, uh, you know, closed, you can't do any live shows. What are your thoughts on some of these? We've talked about it on the podcast ourselves, but these drive-in concerts where people are driving up to, like, stages in their cars, from what I imagine is what it is. And it's like... I have no idea about that. What I've been watching, um, like, uh, the composer Jason Robert Brown just did a virtual concert of, like, all of his... He's done a few musicals, and so had a bunch of people and music from their homes do... Uh, nice catalog which was really beautiful um yeah we've definitely I've been enjoying lots of those zoom webcasts and zoom harmonies and like virtual concert experiences and all yeah yeah and i know that like andrew lloyd weber a lot of his musicals are being like you can watch them a lot of broadway shows you can watch right now yeah yeah a lot of broadway shows are doing that you know like all like the late night shows are doing the zooms the uh well, Jim from The Office has his Good News Network thing going on where he's been doing, like, a lot of the uh, like the office reunion for one. Yeah. For so sure, for sure. The I mean, virtual it, takeover. podcast, we're doing the, uh, the old Zoom room. Uh... Yeah, dude. And, like, I was telling you earlier, like, I was about to open a show, and so now I, I'm, like, creatively, like, jittering because I have nothing to do. <laughs> yeah, so, I believe it. Especially as, like, an artist, too. Yeah, like, what are you supposed to do? Now, are you guys, is the show canceled? Are you guys going to do maybe an online thing, too, or? Well, we did a, um. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what the show was, actually, first? Catch everybody up. The the listeners Uh, weren't privy to our sweet off-air convo. Oh, that's true. Um, Well, the show that I was in tech for was Seussical, the musical. Uh, (laughs) Nice, nice. Yeah, it's basically it's basically Horton Hears a Who. Um, the music is actually really, really good. Um, very intricate. A lot of four or five part harmonies. Very difficult. Um, but <laughs> very zoomable, I'd say. We can. Uh, <laughs> yeah. we can zoom. I, I, I've seen. I saw the Stones do that. All right, we can. It can be done. Yeah, but um, we actually, our musical director had all of us. Um, she got a backing track from MTI, which is Musical Theater International, which licenses. Musical, and um, we all sang our parts for like the big opening number and just put it on the theater website. So that was kind of oh, fun. Cool. Where can <laughs> people find that? What? Where can people find that? Is that out there on a? Oh yeah. Um. So their Instagram is, and their Facebook is uh, the Fable Theater LA. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah. The um, Fable Theater. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh, so definitely Google that, Fable Theater Los Angeles, and check out the yeah. uh, Instagram and Facebook posts of the Susical the Musical opening. That sounds like a production that can definitely get reworked, though, when things get back to normal, especially in Los Angeles. Things are, well, things are only going to be slowed down for so long, I'd say, you know? The, the tricky part is that another theater company actually has it next month, so... Oh, I see. Uh, so you're totally yeah. fucked. Forget what I said. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. But, no, I've been doing... Because um, I'm just, like, such a nerdy theater kid, and I miss singing and doing stuff like that. Um, so once a month, I'll do, like... Um, do you guys know the MCC Theater Company out there? No, I'm not familiar yeah. with that. Um, so it's, um, they do what is called a miscast. 
so they'll have like Broadway people and just singers in general do this whole gala where they sing songs from shows that they would never ever be cast in. Okay, cool. Uh, this is a fun concept. It's kind of like frontman swap almost. They're, ri- they're ripping <laughs> off our game, these fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> um, but basically, I do that like once a month on my Instagram. I'll do like at home miscasts. Okay, nice. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and I just read. I read a lot of plays, but that's about it. Well, you were telling us too when we were talking before we started recording that. Uh, you know, yeah, you, you guys really should have been privy to our off-air catch-up. It was yeah. awesome. way better yeah, than this shit. You can't do uh, Susical, <laughs> the musical, but you were just in before this all COVID nonsense happened. Uh, musical that sounds absolutely bonkers to me. And you said you were in the American Psycho musical? <laughs> That's right. That's yeah, right. That's yeah I mean... And the first question that obviously we asked, but like uh, Huey Lewis, a lot of Huey Lewis songs going on, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> is, he, is, Huey Lu- is Huey Lewis live in the pit doing the uh, orchestra? Or? <laughs> no, so the score, when, when the songs aren't like directly rearranged from the movie, so we have like Huey Lewis in the news, they have that song from uh, Phil Collins in the air tonight, isn't that true? For sure, yeah, absolutely it would be. Well, I like the Eminem version, Collins. but I suppose uh, <laughs> Phil Collins is cool too. <laughs> yeah, um, when it's not like 40s, 80s, um, like top 40, 80s songs that we're rearranging, the rest of the score is like 80s synth pop. Okay. Nice. Nice. Actually Sounds like a very fun uh, production, though. And then there's just some maniac on stage. Does, does a cat get shoved in an ATM? First question. Or I guess second question. But do they, do they recreate the infamous cat in the ATM machine? Because It's implied because there's a, <laughs> a good theatrical interpretation of a cat. Well, there's a whole, so instead of having the ATM, it's actually, and you can look up, like, it was on Broadway when I was in New York. It was, like, 2016. It was in New York. Um, and then it only, it closed very early. I think it was, like, 77 performances or something like that. Um, but they, instead of an ATM, there's, like, projections in the back, and there's an actor who's, like, doing the robot. And he okay. has these, like, those annoying glasses that you can change what they say, and it's, like, LED, okay, and it goes yes, across. Yes. And gotcha. he's, like, he's, like, doing, like, his little <laughs> Patrick money. He's, like, feed me a stray cat. <laughs> so, so there is a reference to the... Now, is the cat just, a, like, an extra from, like, the play Cats? Is it just some <laughs> asshole? No, like, no, cat. <laughs> no cats are harmed. Uh, live or... Mr. Mistopheles getting fed in this thing, right? It's uh... <laughs> But I will say, this the play is actually a lot more faithful to the novel, if you've ever read that. Um, I, but... I'm really not much of a reader, bro. But uh, <laughs> we discussed That's that. Okay. <laughs> That's okay, Liam. All of those scenes that you want to see from the movie are in the musical, too. Okay, nice. I'm much more of a musical person than a, than a book person, but... <laughs> Yeah. This is like what I've always said, too. At this point, you could pretty much turn anything into a musical. I'm very much looking forward to Precious, the musical, based on a uh, push. I mean, it's going to be a big summer for the musical, though, in some ways, as we've talked about on the show. But, uh, of course, the big news that Hamilton has gotten pushed up to, like, the 4th of July Disney Plus release for, like, the theater... Yeah, it's going to be streamed for uh, Disney Plus on July 4th. Like, they bumped it up over a year and a half, like, the actual movie release version of the, of the production. And as well, In the Heights 
the actual movie is going to yeah, be like a big streaming a movie this year. So there's going to be, I think something else. There's another like a uh, musical production movie that's going down this year. So a lot of big musical news going down. So yeah, for sure, for sure. But uh, I guess with that, Marty, it was uh, you know thanks again for coming out on here. I'm glad you're uh, safe and doing well out in LA. Uh, you haven't said it, but it's written all over you. Thanks for the big five years. Congratulations. We really uh, appreciate it, definitely. I know you were about to say it. So. Congratulations! <laughs> like we said, we appreciate it. You know, we yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah. You're welcome. Don't worry. Well. I have been playing time for like four days in a row. <laughs> yeah, it's real But maybe when all this COVID nonsense clears up, Liam and I will take the uh, show in the road. We'll come out to LA and we'll get you on. And uh, oh, you know what sucks is that I was actually supposed to um, I was supposed to be out there in May. I was doing a trip to uh, visit Buffalo because my sister just had a baby. Oh, and congratulations! I, yeah, and See, I was we say congratulations. What'd you say? <laughs> I was supposed to go out to New York. Um, I was going to do a few days out in the city, and then I got all these emails from like Southwest and JetBlue, and they're like, "No, nope, sorry." So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys, I mean, you wouldn't want to come Probably out here right best. now. Yeah, but well, I'm drag Devin out. Here, I'm definitely planning on dragging Devin out to LA with me uh, one of the next trips I go, and do the uh, Laverne and Shirley style uh, Los Angeles <laughs> vacation with me and Devin, hand in hand, checking out all the sites. <laughs> Yeah, I think it was Chicago. <laughs> well, we're doing the Los Angeles version, goddammit. Yeah. We're going to be, gonna be sure. arm in arm checking out the sites. Of, I think it was Milwaukee, actually, wasn't it? But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Either way, we're... Uh... Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, no, we'll make it work for sure. But, Marty, thanks for uh, coming on. We, uh... Congratulations! Thank you, buddy. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, thank so... you so much. It was great seeing you. Yeah, you uh, all right. Thank you, Marty. Bye, guys. So, like we said, Marty, when this is all cleared up, hopefully me and Liam will be hand-in-hand hand dancing Potato, down the sidewalk in L.A. Potato, something, something, something. The world, you know. But, uh, you know, we don't always talk geek stuff and uh, musical stuff here. Uh, sometimes big events happen. If you can't guess what happened right around uh, December 7, 2016. Yeah, about four yeah. years ago. And, um, um, <laughs> the and I'm not coughing because I have coronavirus, but uh, if you don't get the hint. <laughs> four <laughs> and, uh, years ago, as we enter a very crazed political time in 2020, as we stand, yeah. I guess, now, what, six months away from the uh, upcoming 2020 mm-hmm. election? So I guess three and a half years ago. For sure, man. Yeah, December 7th, 2016. Decided we had to talk some politics, and uh, we had to get a secret agent inside government man, secret agent Ron, on the case. <laughs> and uh, here's some of his opinions on what he thought about Trump and what he saw, how the world was going to go in the next four years. And Kind of we catch up with him now and see uh, how close his predictions were and see how old Secret Agent Ron is doing. So this is us catching up with Secret Agent Ronnie. All right. So with that, I guess we will introduce to the show Secret Agent Ronnie. Four <laughs> years, almost now, I guess almost a full four years in to the Trump election. But uh, yeah. Ronnie, what's going on, brother? What's going on, guys? <laughs> hey, man. Welcome back to the show. Uh, it's been a crazy, a wild four years. No. Uh, <laughs> like we said, we had you on now. If you remember, it was, I think it was like 2016, December. And 
Yeah, just Trump a couple of weeks elected. after the election, I think, right? Trump had just got elected, and uh, you know our boy Secret Agent Ronnie here works in government. Uh, you we can't say where. Yeah, so <laughs> we can't say how or who or when. We're or... doing this on Zoom, but currently his face is blurred out, and he's using this voice right here. <laughs> but uh, I remember telling Ronnie, I was like, "Dude, Trump got elected. Like, this is crazy." And Ronnie goes, "You got a podcast? Let me on. I got some shit <laughs> off my chest." Yeah, I think it was probably the first time we broke format and went away from the geek culture and. Uh, we delved into the real world, so I guess what Very, what have your what have your thoughts been? Are you uh, geek too? I, I, are you I'd are you rocking a MAGA like, hat these days or what? What's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah this converted me. Yeah, this, you say I you know what? I I actually caught the coronavirus, and when I woke up, I I realized I was really a Trump supporter. And, uh, <laughs> That's all it took. Coronavirus cleansed me of my MAGA hatred. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Were you taking enough, his magic uh, medicine? He uh, keeps trying to sell everybody. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, that's the, the cure the for coronavirus. Yeah. Is a MAGA hat. I think it's really the it's the only true <laughs> vaccine that I've noticed. Yeah. Any MAGA hats? They don't have. Uh, they don't have coronavirus. You do the There's math. Nothing like protesting for your right to cl- to catch the coronavirus. You know? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Get out there. Yeah. As an American, I have the. Go to the Capitol and make sure you tell your governor that I want to catch the coronavirus. <laughs> we I mean, have been I doing am. our uh, show via Zoom. We've been calling it uh, Life in Coronaville for the last, you know, couple of weeks. <laughs> and we've been talking about pretty much, you know, the impact on the geek culture, but uh, as well as some of the, you know, New York City stuff. You're in New York City as well, right? Yep, yep. I mean, you're actually in the heart of Coronaville, much like the Corona kid up there. Devin is, uh, both of you guys, uh, as well, just recently moved to the area, right? Didn't you move to Neuro, like, just in time for patient one to. Which we, uh, haven't discussed is me. I, uh, there's a very good chance that I was patient zero, but, uh. (laughs) Yeah. No, in all seriousness, no, like, my, um, my neighbor just died. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty. You know, it, it when it comes that close and you start seeing the people that it happens to, it's a little messed up. You know, we, from we, COVID or do you like fall down the stairs? <laughs> no, she died. She had Corona. Yeah, it's like I, I said hi to her when I moved in, and then like uh, I hadn't seen her or her husband for the last couple months, and then I just ran into him yesterday. And I was like, you know, how's it going? You know, he, he was really friendly when I first met him, and he's like, yeah, my my wife died from coronavirus just completely stopped in my tracks couldn't believe it so yeah it's it's, yeah i mean in all honesty that uh and all joking aside as we mentioned you know in the early coronaville episodes and we talked about devin but that area really has been hit extremely hard by coronavirus and whatnot so definitely you know not a joking matter at all but I guess kind of, we'll ironic, do our best. <laughs> kind of ironically funny that you happen to move there <laughs> right about that. No, you're right. It's definitely <laughs> sketchy, especially when you have a kid and, you know, you, you don't want to get him sick. You know, it, it's it's serious, man. But, uh, yeah. you know, it's, uh, you know, that goes back to the, you know, the Trump question that you had earlier. How, you know, how could anybody support someone who did so little to help everybody? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, for sure. And I guess that's why I kind of come back to it, too, is uh, – it has been four years. We did bring you on. We did break format because of this, because of the whole Trump thing. Uh, it's almost now, you know, time for the next round of elections. Uh, has this four years been as bad as we all thought it was going to be? What do you think about, obviously, like, Coronaville going on? But 
Do you think he has a yeah, fighting let's chance take it like coming up, up to up to like uh, 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 as of Answer February twenty twenty? You in that order? <laughs> you want me to predict? Make sure uh, tell everybody what's going to happen. No, but as well, just like you know, uh, as of you know February twenty twenty, before coronavirus. Like what your thoughts on Trump in the last like three and a half years leading up? Obviously, now it's a different opinion, like you just said. But uh, uh, how about the pre-coronavirus Trump administration? Your thoughts? Yeah. Because it was four years ago too. I'm sorry to jump back in, but four years ago too, you were like losing family members and friends on Facebook because you were <laughs> ripping everybody apart. That was a big thing we talked about the episode that you were on too. Is that like yeah, one person was just like coming from a mile away? <laughs> one person was like, "Hey, we should uh, just give him a chance, right?" And Ronnie was like, "You fucking piece of shit." <laughs> it was a hot button <laughs> subject. But has yeah, has it been before well, coronavirus too? Like I, I think every family in the country has seen uh, some type of division because that's exactly what Trump does. He he creates division. He doesn't, you know, him and his supporters create division. You try and have a logical conversation with facts, and they they start dip- disputing what facts actually are defined as. Like they, they, when you get into a conversation with somebody, when <laughs> yeah. they talk about facts and opinions, and they don't know the difference. And there's no point in continuing the conversation. No, yeah. for sure. It's like a philosophical, theoretical argument needs to take place before you even get into the actual logistics of what's going on. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I mean, you know, I, I know uh, there's definitely family that uh, I didn't want to talk to and Trump helped facilitate me continue me following through <laughs> on that. Fine. I've officially so wrote off my Trump's not doing everything so bad. Uh, what about uh, Joe Biden here? I mean, the election's coming up. Do you think Biden's got a fighting chance? Me, myself, as a, a young kid from Delaware who was in a Biden commercial, you know, <laughs> I'm a little biased. That's so true. I can't, I mean, uh, Devin's practically I can't, part of the cabinet over there. I forgot about that. Yeah, but... I mean, uh, we still email and whatnot. I was, uh, For me, as an African-American, I need to prove that you're not black <laughs> unless you have voted. <laughs> I, I heard Biden on Charlemagne today, so uh, you ain't black if you if. If you, if you vote Trump but, over Biden, so yeah, here, here's my thing on that. You know, like you know, the uh, the reason Trump won was because there was a low African American turnout in three cities, and it just so happened to tip the scale in those states, which was Milwaukee, Detroit, and Philadelphia. So, if more, if the same number of black people showed up for Hillary Clinton that they did that did for Barack Obama in 2008 and 2012, Hillary would have won the election. And That's Trump true. won by thin margins in those cities. He won by like seven thousand votes in those or like in those states. So if the like the twenty and the thirty thousand African Americans showed up in each of those cities, they would have tipped the scale for Hillary, and Trump wouldn't have won by such thin margins in Wisconsin. For sure. What do you think about the uh, 2020 election, though? Do you think Biden's got a fighting chance? What That's do you think the result's going to be? That brings me to Biden because. Biden won the primary. He beat everybody because he had such appeal with African-Americans in the South Carolina primary. So instead of everybody trying to fight each other and, you know, like if if they spread the primary thin, like the Republicans did, which enabled Trump to win, then the wrong person in the Democratic Party would win. And, you know, they wanted the person who had the best chance at one, attracting African-American voters in the primary. That's kind of how Joe Biden got it. Yeah. I'll take him. I would have taken other people, but I, I mean, to put it in the geek to put it in the geek terms, it's kind of like how Black Panther shattered the box office records 
and then uh, followed up by Black Panther's uh, Black Panther's appearance in uh, Age of Ultron. Really put that one over the top. <laughs> However, the non-Black Panther uh, Marvel movies <laughs> lose to Trump. So <laughs> I tried yeah. to I tried to give a good yeah, analogy. Tell- but... <laughs> <laughs> this is worse than the time that uh, when Ronnie was on the first time. We tried to play a funny game afterwards. We're like, all right, but what about Terry Crews from Idiocracy? He makes a pretty good president, right? <laughs> um. Well, we'd definitely love to have you back, in all honesty, coming up before or after maybe the, uh, the, the four-year anniversary in a, uh, in, a, in a Joe Biden administration or maybe a couple of weeks Fingers uh, crossed. before. Yeah, exactly. Or a couple of weeks before, maybe before the election. But coming up on election 2020, we'll definitely need to get Secret Agent Ronnie back on the Geeked Up podcast. For sure, man. I'm a, I, I yeah, anytime, guys. You let me know. But dude, uh, thanks for being a guest on this, man. It's been great seeing like you and everyone else that's been a part of this show. Uh, I'm going to say thank you to you also because you haven't said it yet, but I know you're wishing us a big five-year congratulations. Oh, yeah, yeah. that was nice of you, Ron. Thank you very much, man. We yeah, appreciate it, that. It, it, that it was, was great. Uh, I'm so self-centered. <laughs> I, I didn't know you to talk to me. I mean, it was in your eyes, man. We can see it, dude. Nice. We know you're wishing you was. You're like but, the people uh, I talk to in three weeks. But Ronnie, me and Devin, for, uh, uh, me and Devin had different thoughts on the wrong Missy, starring uh, uh, David Spade. On, uh, I know you're a big SNL guy. You got to check that one out and get it, get back to us. Let us know your opinion, cause the wrong Missy. All right, you got it. We'll, uh, oh, dude, we'll uh, talk to you soon, man. Thanks again for being on, buddy. Uh, you know, after all this crazy uh, pandemic is over, I hope to see you in person, bud. Absolutely. All right, bro. All right we'll man. talk to you, man. Again. Thanks again. Thanks, guys. So that's us. Ta- that was us. Thanks again, uh, Secret Agent Ron. Uh, no, uh, no Orla uh, uh, Airbud. Tr- uh, Ron's now a MAGA supporter. Turn, I guess. Yeah. He said true to <laughs> yeah. format and didn't shock the world with any. Uh, you really did. Uh, you know, surprising us everybody all. to pull out their census and get out there and vote this coming up November. And that's, of course, coming yeah. from Ron. <laughs> Not the geek up voice, we don't really give a shit. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no. Must too, vote for this, uh, uh, that Suck MC challenge, guys. Come on. <laughs> no, seriously. Speaking of the election in November, still taking those suckers uh, to episode 10 emails, yo. But uh, I would say, unfortunately, though, that's not our only friend named Ron. Because (laughs) (laughs) something that I fought tooth and nail for, but it was pretty much too inevitable. And like we're saying, we don't always talk geek stuff. Sometimes we talk politics. And sometimes we got to talk sports. Especially when the worlds collide and the Eagles (laughs) and the Patriots met in the World Series. And me, Uh, the lonely Giants fan stuck in the middle, need to figure out who to root for between the country's two most hated teams. With my two friends, support uh, one idiot from Boston, and then we got Barnes (laughs) over here. So uh, uh, what does a man do? But uh, have a Super Bowl uh, debate challenge, but... What the real takeaway from this yeah. was wasn't the sports. Was that uh, and there's so much to take away from yeah, this. Yeah, with Ron too. the waiter in the house, it's never going to be. Uh, I would say if you're listening to this and your headphones, turn your headphones down for this one. Uh, he's a loud guy, but we don't just talk sports. We do talk about Ron's night of stand-up, his one-night stand-up special, <laughs> and uh, his joke that uh, shocked the uh, Lower East Side. <laughs> I guess we'll uh, play you the clip from. Uh, Ron talking about his offensive joke and his reaction to it, and pretty much me and Liam's reaction to it. And, and 
That'll bring us on to interviewing Ron. This was from uh, January 31st, 2018. Here's the joke heard around the world. <laughs> but not only is Ron getting hassled. Not only. Not only is Ron getting hassled by the trolls on Twitter. Now, like I said in the beginning, Ron, you did a, a couple shows, a couple comedy shows. Uh, a couple weeks ago, it was a Friday night in New York. Ron was doing a couple right. shows. And, he was uh, out doing sets. Now, this is something that I forget how we got interrupted, but you told me. At one of the shows, you got great laughs. It was good and good the whole time. You said one guy didn't. Oh like my the show. god, the guy from India. You said one guy. I got fucking dude. Now you told destroyed. me afterwards. You told me afterwards. I just never got a. We never got a chance. You told me afterwards. The guy came up to you. Said Correct. he didn't like it. You he was Correct. offended. And you told him thank you. That's what comedy <laughs> like, is all about. I was like, you literally made my night. He was ready to yeah, throw right. down. I'm like, dude, thank you so much. But he he literally <laughs> took off his turban, ready to go. <laughs> if you can, though, okay. But if you can, what I want to ask though is. You motherfucker. Yeah, um, I know it won't play as well on the podcast. Maybe it will because I think it sounds like a hilarious. Show. What was the joke okay. specifically? The joke okay. so here's that the deal. got this guy so mad. <laughs> Hold on, here's the deal. Indians no, 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 no. normally known for their peace and tranquility. The audience, you're on stage. I know. And here's the thing: it was my best fucking joke. All right, let's so, hear this racist. <laughs> so yeah, I'm ready for it. <laughs> so you know those Indian chicks got a lot of fat faces with skinny legs. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> so you said it. <laughs> here's here's the truth. Well, like, th- I'm saying the joke at this point. So the time- What's the joke? <laughs> it's true. So three weeks before I fucking go on stage, this fucking, like, uh, high-end fucking Indian restaurant op- opens up. And it's called Poon Jab in Fine Indian Cuisine. Poon Jab Fine Indian Cuisine. How do I know those You two can't words? make this stuff Even up, folks. <laughs> I like I, I don't know these two words fucking exist together. Poon jab, fine Indian cuisine, and I'm like, what an interesting combination of words. Because I, when I think poon in Boston, poon is a slang for fucking. I keep forgetting you're from Boston. Cunt, fucking coochie, fucking. You know. They they take it down a notch from cunt. So, <laughs> they go to poon. They like, try to like, pretty easy you in off if of you cunt. Say you're fucking like like upper middle class. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> oh, look at this fucking so, con. He says poon like the rest of the silver spoonies. You fucking then, piece of shit. Then, so, right, and then I think jab. And you know what I think of? I think of that fucking asshole Rocky. I think of that fucking Indian restaurant. <laughs> I think of fucking Rocky. I think about how much he wants a poon. I think of Rocky in the meat locker. Easy. All right. Jabbing the meat. All right. So, so now... You got this fucking fake. This was your idol. best joke. By the way. <laughs> you got this. Fucking, you Ron's, got bring, Ron's bringing the A stuff. In a, me, dude. I, that, <laughs> so standing over this guy. Fucking jab. I'm thinking Rocky the meat locker, tenderizing the meat. Yeah, that's fucking true. like horrible. He ate all those veals. You know? Yeah. So, so I'm thinking horrible if I'm going, if story. I'm going, if I'm going to poon jab fight in the cuisine, I feel like I'm going to have tenderized pussy. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I, I see. You know what I mean? Like fucking schnitzel, but fucking pussy. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm going to fucking get some non bread to soak up that fucking poon juice. Poon juice. So that was my joke. And, oh, and then I. All right, you really you really turned it around with that poon joke. Hold on. So the second half of the joke is it's either that or poon jab sounds like a fucking kickboxing class. I had everybody stand up and go, poon, poon jab, poon, poon jab. 
I was done. I got a standing ovation. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, no. oh, fuck it. No, I'm going to keep going. I fucking did. And <laughs> yeah, fuck it. The, the host comes back up. He goes, hey, let's have a big round of applause for Ron. Goes, Guys, do you believe that? And they were all chanting poon jab as he walked off the stage. I felt like Mussolini. We're on the way to back on the show after yeah. a long time. Yeah, how you doing, guys? I mean, it, it took good, it took uh, them inventing Zoom to get Ron back uh, to get Ron back on the podcast. Yeah. But thanks for having me back so soon. Only after two years, jeez. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It has been uh, almost two years since we did that episode. Like we said earlier, uh, if you remember when we had Ron on, it was for the big Super Bowl special. It was. Uh, him, the Patriots, me, the Eagles, uh, right. battling head-to-head and having the debate of uh, I guess I do want to uh, point out I mean, real like, quick, Ron, fan, the Patriots fan, the I do want to actually ask Ron his thoughts on uh, Tom Brady leaving the Patriots on St. Patrick's Day in the middle of a, of a worldwide pandemic. Uh, let's get the yeah. latest thoughts. Let's get the latest updates from the Pats fan. Uh, it was a, it was a tough day for, 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 for the entire – for the entire region of New England, uh, you couldn't find a bottle of Jameson after that. And not only that, to put to put you know fire on the gasoline, then Gronkowski joins him. I've already got my T-shirt printed up: the New England Buccaneers. <laughs> I mean, no doubt, man. But uh, like I said, that's the reason we brought him on. Of course, uh, not only did I, uh, we were trying to sell Liam on who did root for in some aspect. Uh, in the end, though, the Eagles ended up winning. So, you know, it's yeah, <laughs> the real breakaway from the episode, too, was uh, like you heard from the clip. And uh, what me and Liam were chanting when we brought this big goof on was jab, jab, jab. The other thing, too, was uh, this was also right after Ronnie was on, uh, uh, served Opie, was Ron the Waiter. This was right after he uh, got the titular Ron the Waiter yeah, title. So he got the, the name dubbed Ron the Waiter. Yep. And, you know, I did a show again on my birthday. Yeah, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's what we were going to say. You've, show, uh, right? Since we've talked last, you've done another uh, Opie pop-up. And yeah, I guess R.I.P. We... to the to the uh, uh, Mad Cuban. That's, that's right. right. He was still alive when uh, when this went down. Yeah. So, Ron, we got to ask you, uh, after you were on the Geeked Up podcast, like, did you show your friend Opie and your agent? They are all like, uh... Dude, fucking, I was big star, big star. <laughs> that's what you told us anyway i mean uh we never heard back from anybody we thought that we were gonna get did you guys did, did you guys get 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 a bigger a, a bigger audience because because of opie for that episode <laughs> no there was no opie it was only you <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, uh... we got a lot of first uh five minute listeners and they're like wait where's opie we got our we, we did get a big run the waiter spike though as you were one of our more uh popular guests or what? No, we heard a lot of feedback from the Ron the Waiter yeah, episode. Yeah. How about you? Did you hear any feedback about the Geeked Up boys? On uh, did you get any? What, what were your thoughts on your time with Geeked Up? What 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 got you more pub, Opie or the Geeked Up podcast? <laughs> oh, definitely geeked up. Fuck Opie. <laughs> Fuck him and his fucking fag friends. <laughs> that's uh, that's coming from Ron the Waiter, by the way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Old Geek Up podcast are big fans of Opie. No, it's geeked up all the way. Listen, when I when I do when I do the Opie show, uh the next day my Twitter account explodes. 
and I and I'll have like honestly I'll have you know sixty to seventy new new followers. And it was almost the same with Geeked Up. I think I got two or three extra listeners. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. perfect. That's what we're good perfect. for. That's yeah. me that and tracks. Devin. That two tracks. two <laughs> listeners. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, coming from guys who don't even have Twitter, you know, it's pretty good. Yeah, right the, the, the truth is, after I did your show, uh, people did come up to me who I who I knew, who I know, who listened, and high praise. High praise for Ronnie Berman. They didn't really bring you up. <laughs> Not all around. Just, uh, They're like, Ronnie, you, you, were Ronnie, you carried them. Whoever those other two idiots were, it's me, guys. Yeah, it's Devin. I mean, neither Jeremy. one of us could top the Punjab story. I'll tell you that much. You were, uh... Yeah. <clears throat> Where I almost got attacked and beat up at the club after the joke. By some, yeah, yeah, some guys sure. from uh, Delhi or something. New Delhi or I don't know. But uh, <laughs> well, you know, another time where uh, I guess this is obvious, we're doing these uh, interviews with everybody over Zoom because it's uh, you know still the quarantine. This is the only way you can really do it right yeah. now. You've been a big part of our Friday night Zoom rooms too. Yeah. You've been a big participant every time, chiming in. Uh, yeah, that's true. On the heads too. People are always asking because you're always late to the show. People are asking, uh, Jesus Christ, where's that Ron animal? Uh, yeah. <laughs> And there, there's been a few people on that Friday night Zoom chat that go, Ron should be doing, Ron should be running this. I, I think, what's her name? What's That's her you. Name? Amy something. Between you and Amy, you guys could be uh, running your own Zoom room. Yeah, really. I'd, I'd join that meeting for sure. The only other time, too, would have been the, uh, if they're like, I bring it up, though, because of the quarantine, we would have had you on for the Spencer Confidential uh, episode of Netflix and chat. But, uh, yeah. buddy, once there's gonna, once this uh, quarantine's done, I'm sure we'll have another hilarious Boston thing to talk to you about at some point. We're definitely going to have you on again, man. But, yeah, uh, and, when do you th- and when do you think that's going to be, the end of the quarantine? Like, I don't know. Ask the, ask the governor. How the fuck do I yeah, know? This is fucking brutal, dude. <laughs> Well, I guess on uh, that note, too, Ron, thanks for uh, coming in after uh, wishing us a happy five years uh, on the podcast. Poon jab, It turned out to be a very racist joke. I had no idea. All right, that's Ron. Bur- that's a uh, turban came after me, dude. It was fucking. You got it innocently enough on a good wordplay joke. <laughs> but uh, all right, Ronda Waiter, we uh, thanks for being in here. You know, stopping in for five years. Uh, yep. Even though you didn't say it, I know you meant to say happy anniversary to me and Liam here. Uh, <laughs> no, guys, seriously, congratulations on your five year run. No one thought it would last. You should be very proud of yourself, honestly. Yeah, trust me. This is a uh, just to point out there. There is a big gap uh, between the next episode we did after we did the Ron the Waiter one, just because we were so shell shocked. That's true. I mean, why? You definitely why forced a hiatus on the show. Why do we yeah. one? You almost single-handedly uh, <laughs> destroyed the podcast. But, uh, I almost single-handedly put you out of business. Yeah, yeah. Once this all quarantine's done, we uh, look forward to giving yeah. you another chance to. Ronnie, uh, Ron the Waiter, thanks Ron very much, man. Waiter, thank you very right, much, thanks, brother. Thanks, guys. I'll see you later. We appreciate it. Yeah. So that is the insane motherfucker that is Ron Berman. Uh, Ron the Waiter, if you will. Yes, uh, big shout out. I uh, hope his agent liked the clip and uh, the interview. And may I just point out, the Eagles end up winning the Super Bowl a couple days later in uh, stupid Tom Brady and the Dynasty Patriots. One of their few losses uh, coming yes. after Ron the Waiter comes on and is their big super fan. So you decide. Oh, yes. 
Welcome to Tampa Bay Buccaneer himself, Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess with that, we'll uh, end our string of interviews with our most recent, well, I guess one of them was our most recent guest, but one of them was the winner of a game time that we didn't even play in studio. <laughs> yeah, that's we, true. Uh, we Did played we... it at City Field, baby. We had uh, our guest, Jerry Seinfeld, on the show. No, I wish. Uh, <laughs> I mean, kind of. I'm claiming geeked yeah, up. We had the two uh, ups <laughs> But you're uh, right. But yeah, course... definitely one of the most epic moments in our five years, as we've talked about. Mm-hmm. But not taking place in the studio on the geeked up uh, field trip to City Field, one of my great, you know, uh, uh, cherished places on Earth as a big Mets fan. But uh, we took the show on the road for uh, <laughs> Seinfeld night at City Field to collect our right. uh, Seinfeld in front of a brick wall bobblehead. And like Devin Where said, an impromptu game time for the ages going for down sure. with my we good high school. Puffy... Yeah, yeah, we yeah. wore our puppy pirate shirts and uh, big winners and prizes all around. You know? <laughs> exactly. We strap on puffy shirts and 90s mullet wigs. Uh, and like we said, one of my uh, best friends from high school, John Afromsky, plays a uh, geeked up game time for the ages. And I guess oh, yeah. that's the clip that will play uh, a live exclusive iPhone audio. Of the Geeked Up Boys at Seinfeld Night at City Field. I guess that'll uh, officially reunite us with the entire crew from Seinfeld Night. Of course, <laughs> the Geeked Up Boys with our loyal accountant, Mike. What's up? As well as, of course, the official, much to my chagrin, the official Seinfeld uh, Night Trivia Champion. Not the Geeked Up Champion, but the official Seinfeld Night Trivia <laughs> Champion and my good friend from high school, John Afromsky, the Zinger. What's up, What's going on, boys? Now, he's the only one that's technically uh, kind of breaking the rule here because technically he was never on the podcast. Accountant Mike came in and did the uh, 
breakdown of the Mets game with us and uh, did our trivia challenge. But, I mean, you get to break the golden rule here because uh, That's true. you were here wearing the puppy shirt at the Mets game and – Lo and behold, you had the best seat in the house because you winded up on field with the goddamn guy. Yeah, it, it was it was all strategy. I boxed you guys in, made sure to take the aisle just in case, you know. It was more for a foul ball. I wanted to make sure yeah, was rolling down the aisle. I was okay, bad. nice. So there was strategy behind the aisle, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It goes back to, uh, to high school, and Dave Feldman lifted my hand up as the ball rolled along the, uh, the dugout. I'll never, uh, never I was there that. for that one. The epic uh, foul ball contest versus Feldman. That was that was a friend that was very close getting punched. <laughs> I think the other thing too is uh, that helped him out is he was not wearing the wig, not wearing the eleven wig. <laughs> yeah, that's been a long sense of speculation for me. That's what that's our claim is that the only reason you got on is what what do you think the wig like? Uh, I guess scale of one to ten, how ridiculous did we look in the wigs? Oh, eight, fifteen. It was. <laughs> yeah, I really. That was really where we we went. We really went wrong with those goddamn wigs. Yeah. It, it was like the lowest grade lunch lady wig you could find. <laughs> I swear to God, it was like one of those buyers. It was like they had the lighting all right in the costume shop. Because I swear to God, in the fucking in the in the in the costume shot, that thing was perfect. Yeah, I mean, even looking at some of the pictures of it, it uh, doesn't look terrible. But yeah, being there was uh, pretty sweaty. But also, I mean, you can appreciate we talked about it on the show. But like, was that not like the closest to being a celebrity you've ever felt of just like walking around City Field? People like, no, coffee shirt, can we get a picture? Yeah, I guess before we get to the actual on the field, take us from the uh, the Danish beer garden to the seats. What was uh, what was it like in your perspective? we walk into that beer garden and it was it was constant approval there was not a single person <laughs> everybody was giving us high fives thumbs ups like we're actually getting some looks from the ladies too which <laughs> but, yeah, it's really it was, not it a bad looking shirt you know? approval on that. <laughs> yeah. now did yeah, you have any epic. doubts that i was actually showing up with a puffy shirt for you did you did you, did you think that i was just talk uh, when i said that no, my podcast was going no. dressed up as Having known you since we were 16 years old, there's not eight. I had no doubts. I, and, and, <laughs> and yeah, no, I, I knew that that was happening. Um, That's true. Now, Cal and Mike, uh, you being the one that time in the pictures too, we've seen on Facebook of not wearing the puppy shirt. Do you regret now looking back, not wearing the puppy shirt? Or do you still stand by uh, just blending in with the crowd? It's just a horrible picture of me in general. <laughs> so <laughs> puppy shirt or not, uh, but no, I don't regret it. I, I stand by my decision. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you wish that you would have done? Now, do you wish you would have done your original plan and shown up with the uh, with your blazer Suelle and, and bra Suell and Mishki combo? Because that was really think, that would really put the whole experience over the top. Especially with the hairy chest, I think it really would have uh, been a good laugh. So maybe yeah, I should have done that. And before we uh, talk about you actually getting to go on the field and all of our crazy reaction and uh, the people reacting around us, too, when they realized it was you. We got to give honorable mention to the other all-star of the game, which was that fucking guy sitting in front of us with his girlfriend throwing up all of herself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How great was that chick? We, she literally – think about the fact that she literally threw up on the field during the national <laughs> anthem and, and was able to, like, totally so you stay the entire game. Nobody yeah. came up. Nobody has any questions. 
Yeah, he eat your heart out, Kaepernick. Leaving early. He was not going home before the ninth. He didn't even go <laughs> home. No, seriously. Man, too bad we don't have that guy's Zoom information. We would have got him on here. Oh my gosh. I think we'll, we already we've already had Ron the waiter on on this special. <laughs> but uh, lo and behold, like we were saying, the uh, someone that works for City Field came up and said something to you. Do you want to do trivia night? Maybe later. We think we have somebody else. They uh, they pull you. They lo and behold, they come back. They pull you away. And, uh, you know, at this point, the one guy I already got to meet on the big screen got to meet the soup Nazi. Uh, we already knew Seinfeld was there. He threw out the first pitch. Uh, I mean, I remember debating with Liam if Seinfeld was even going to be there. Yeah, I was going to say, we didn't, all, we didn't all know Seinfeld was going to be there. Because <laughs> you lost the easiest for, 20 bucks in my life. But. Yeah. <laughs> for throwing yeah. a heater over the plate and throwing his jacket down and really putting on a show for the fans. For sure. That's true. He <laughs> also did throw yeah. To make an appearance. Like he, uh, <laughs> he truly does love the Mets, and he wanted to make sure that Seinfeld night was, you know, he wanted the fans to get their, their money's worth. And uh, we got to give Jerry some credit for really uh, – you know, taking his fandom seriously. I got a lot more respect for him. Uh, now. Well, yeah, and I guess we're about to find out why, too, because... Uh, oh, you better say that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they uh, pulled you away, and me and Liam were kind of looking at each other, debating. I was just like, dude, I think he's going to actually meet Seinfeld and do this shit with Seinfeld. We kind of uh, thought it was going to happen. Yeah, you uh, want to maybe just, the- like, take it from there since we haven't uh, we haven't got a hit sure. to you on the show. And just, like, after yeah. you left uh, us at the seats and got whisked away by the corporate overlords, what happens next? So, basically, these three city field employees just walk me through the entire stadium. And, you know, I'm pretty nervous, and uh, I don't want to say anything stupid, or I have no idea what to now, expect. Did they tell you that you were going to meet Seinfeld, or are you just, like, they just, like, follow yeah. me and start walking? Yeah, so they don't. They, so they say follow me, and they, and I start and I, we start walking, and then at some point we get to and you know I guess it's like a service area of the underbelly of the stadium where you know deliveries are coming through, and it's all you know um, basically just you know food prep stuff, and and they're like, okay, so you're going to meet Jerry, and uh, and at that point <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I, I had kind of thought that that was, yeah, yeah. I was hoping that was going to happen, so then they confirmed it, and like. <laughs> uh, and so we walk, and we kind of get to this like opening where it's uh, it's just this wide, uh, basically just like a wide driveway that leads that has a big big gate in front of it that leads to the uh, to the field, and there's a pickup truck and Jerry and a bunch of other people. And, uh, <laughs> so crazy. Jerry's man. just sitting back there. Because we did, I, I guess, post on Facebook, but the uh, behind the scenes from I guess like the Mets Instagram or whatever. But yeah. Yeah, so they were videoing the, the they were videoing the, the the whole interaction or whatever. And I, I walk up in this ridiculous looking puffy shirt. <laughs> he loved it, and he loved it. Like he immediately burst out laughing when he saw me, and uh, and he said, uh, where, "Where'd you where'd you get the shirt?" And I was just like, uh, "Halloween store." Like, <laughs> I didn't buy it. Like, you know, one I mistake like, of the night, you didn't shout out the Geeked Up podcast, but I guess we'll overlook that. <laughs> you know, in hindsight. I, I, I should have. So, so he, you know, he, he's, he's laughing and um, he run me through the whole thing. Like, okay, you know, uh, you're going to get on the truck. You're going to go out in the field. And then, uh, and then uh, Jerry's going to come out. There's going to be a big ovation. And then he's going to ask you questions. And, uh, and fortunately uh, they got rid of the clock. 
because like you're only supposed to have like a certain amount of time to answer all of your questions and they're paying you for each one you get right so it's like <laughs> how many can you get right in 30 yeah, seconds yeah. but jerry doesn't know this like so jerry's just taking his time and he's hamming it up to the crowd and he's reading the questions slowly and he's going <laughs> okay interesting <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So SNY just said fuck it, and they then they just uh, you know they, did, they like, told so they told you there was going to be a clock, and then Jerry uh, no. Jerry overrode that. No, they didn't say anything. But when I watched the feed, they, so they sent me the SNY feed, and on it there's a clock running on it, and I was like, oh shit! This entire time where I was on there, I was supposed to answer them quickly. I had no idea. You know, they, they <laughs> told me, but I was so fucking nervous. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, hear yeah. It. I, I was just like trying not to be an idiot in front of Seinfeld. Yeah, you know, and. Um, Too late with the puffy shirt. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. you failed in that mission. Like now, I didn't want to open my mouth and prove it. <laughs> Could you uh, hear the crowd yelling the answers? Yeah, or I guess that's the other big speculative controversy. But uh, uh, let's spill the beans. Did you know all the answers? If I, I ask you right now, what ball. type of golf ball was stuck inside the blowhole? Yeah, no. So I knew the title was fun uh. because that's a great episode. <laughs> You know, George being the marine biologist, and, and uh, yeah, so I knew that one. But the, the one of them I actually didn't. And then the know. other one was the puffy shirt, so that was like an obvious. Yeah, yeah, so, and the other one was uh, War and Peace. Yes. War and Peace I didn't know. So yeah, see, that's what I would have slipped up on. Yeah, so Interesting. Yeah, but I, I was kind of like slow playing it too because, I don't know, I'm a, fucking vain and i wanted the attention so like yeah I, dude i mean who yeah, really want to be sitting there, maybe besides accountant mike <laughs> but uh <laughs> who really want to be sitting there like soaking it in the glory but, like they're clapping for me and seinfeld here and i yeah, have talked so about it on uh, my mets podcast but fromsky is as well a lifelong mets fan so i mean this yeah. is uh, as well as, as as well as a seinfeld fan but he's yeah, also so- you know on the on cent- on center field at city field as a lifelong mets fan as well so it was huge so like i've been going to mets games since i was a kid i grew up in brooklyn not far from from city and uh, my dad had a friend that was a liquor salesman and his liquor company had season tickets that were four rows behind the third base dugout and whenever they didn't have anybody to use them he would either take me or give me my dad and we used to go so i've been going, i used to go to all the time in the late eighties when I was a little kid and I would watch those Dallas strawberry teams. And so I've, I've always loved the Mets. So this was, um, but that, you know, that was a long time ago. So, you know, you're, but, uh, but this was the first time ever being on the field. Yeah. So it's, Really I guess maybe that'd be an interesting question, just quick. But like, uh, uh, you know, you met Seinfeld and you got on the field at uh, center field at City Field. Like, what was the more kind of memorable experience? Did they kind of go hand in hand? Did one really stand out? You know, Chip yeah. hamming it up. Like, literally, you got Seinfeld cracking up at your at your goofy shirt and whatnot, and you're pounding <laughs> around with him in the catacombs, like. I think that's a more vivid memory of, of actually meeting him and, and him like doubling over at my fucking shirt you know, <laughs> and, 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 and him, uh, you know, me telling him that it's, it's the, from a, from a Halloween costume. So, I, <laughs> so, so that's probably a vivid memory, but, um, but being on the field, it's, it's kind of crazy because you don't realize how big that stadium is when you're, when you're, when you're looking up at 40,000 people like it's it's kind of like because you're never gonna you're not you're you're not in that position ever as a normal person. Like if you're an athlete or you're you know you're. Uh, I uh, I agree with you. I got to do it once without a crowd. There, I went to the beer and bacon fest. 
Yeah, and somebody uh, snuck us into the VIP section, which was like on the field, like right at like home plate. And got to like walk out to home plate and look around and then spit on it because I'm a Phillies fan. I was like, <laughs> I was going to say, that's VIP at the Bacon Fest right there. Home plate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I get what you're saying, dude. You look up and you're just like, it's insane. I'm just like, yeah, it's a lot different looking up and, and looking down. And and the roar when Jerry came out was was really loud. So it's like you've got all these people just going nuts for Jerry, and uh, it was it was really. Uh, I that love really that part cool. of the of the clip of like my iPhone audio of it, just because you hear as like uh, me and Devin and Mike slowly putting together that you're coming out there and Seinfeld. They like unveil Seinfeld, and me and you just lose it. Me and Devin just lose it. But that yeah, was, dude, that was uh, pretty awesome, dude. And of course, the roaring reception you got back when you came back to our section, us schmoes, you know, who only got to watch it. Even when you came back, our whole like little crowd went fucking bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> well, the crowd was already fans of us because of because of our ridiculous outfits and and your and your signs and the signs. That's yeah. right. So you guys yes, have been that's... putting signs up since uh, before the game, and uh, so we've already become fan favorites for our section. I so, did, by the way, just, uh, scour the video on SNY, and I never saw us on TV. One cameraman, I think, just lied to us and told us that, that he put us on. But, uh, that's yeah. right. That's right. I don't know how they missed us, though. <laughs> He's like, you guys were on TV a bunch. <laughs> yeah. We're an <laughs> asshole. It was, it, was, it was definitely a warm welcome coming back to, like, a bunch of eight-year-olds, you know, like, yeah, and, like, a bunch of drunk drunk dudes, like, giving me high fives. Yeah, yeah. Sure. my life. People in front of us just throwing up. <laughs> That's how excited they were. And we all, we, we all should have been celebrating that chick, really. You still come in but, second uh, place to her. Her head was in his lap for 50% of the game, and I couldn't tell if she was giving him a blowjob or if she was just sick. <laughs> like, or maybe both. Like, I really just yeah. couldn't tell. <laughs> First one, then. We, the uh, but after all that, me and Liam uh, on the episode decided to do our own Seinfeld trivia against him and our, ourselves, or him and me, to see who was a Seinfeld expert. And, uh, we had Accountant Mike, of course, come on and uh, moderate the trivia contest for us. And, and really yeah, laid out some Seinfeld trivia himself, if you recall. He was really uh, far more impressive than me or Devin. We're, we're all Mike's fun facts. Yeah, I had a few things to add, but uh, you guys <laughs> held your own, though. Well, I think uh, Liam creamed me in the trivia contest. But uh, if you remember, he asked us a question at the end of the episode and tried to uh, line us up. They were all twits. <laughs> I tried to pull a pull a Costanza, uh, uh, pad the lineup. Yeah, where Liam asked us uh, which one of the said actresses ended up banging Jerry in uh, one of the episodes, and he gives a string of actresses. Did Jerry banger? And his whole trying to got him was that you know, he banged all of them. It was all the actresses, but <laughs> one of them was Terry Hatcher, who, if you remember, he never banged because he wanted to see if her tits were real or not, and he never <laughs> got to find out. So. Yeah, we really cool. won that contest. <laughs> I mean, I guess yeah. After all that, Mike was officially because Mike did get the uh, he did win the, the Jerry Banger game because he guessed Terry Hatcher even without realizing <laughs> that it was uh, on a blind guess. So. He, I guess, was ruled the second place Seinfeld trivia champion. That's right. And then Mike, you had a good time. Of Devin, though. Yeah, yeah, easily. I won that uh, Big Bang one, though. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody will ever take but that Mike, away from uh, You had a good time on the show, though. It was your first time doing a podcast, if I remember correct. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I wish I had more that I that I said, but, <laughs> uh, but no, it was a great time, and I was very impressed with the studio, you know? 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, can you confirm that we do record in the closet and then the hallway in front of my bathroom? Yes, and it, it, it certainly feels that way, though. It's very <laughs> cramped and... I know yeah. this is pre days of social distancing because we can't we, we can't get six feet away in my uh... yeah for sure. Um, but guys, uh, thanks for being on and kind of reliving the big moments again. It was a once in a lifetime kind of experience. Yeah, I'm glad we sure. all got to share together. Mike, of course, thanks for being on that episode and uh, moderating the uh, trivia for me and Liam. Um, thanks, sir. I know. Uh, you, it, guys, I guess it should be tell Devin that you had given me the questions in advance. Yeah. So I was able to study, and it was all a big... Uh... <laughs> yeah, really. But uh, again, guys, thanks. Uh, I know neither of you have said it, but uh, thanks for the big uh, five-year anniversary. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> Congrats, guys. Well served. <laughs> well done, well done. You have 50 more. But, well, well, we appreciate it. Uh... Awesome, guys. Uh, when this whole quarantine thing's over, let's go fucking hit up another Mets game, all right? Yeah, right. For sure. Yeah, our, our plans of uh, 2020 Elf Night have apparently been called off, but whenever <laughs> when things resume, we'll get back to City Field. Nice, nice. Absolutely. So big thanks to them. Those were our most recent guests, but that was uh, all of our guests that we've had on the show. And uh, you can tell now by listening to all these clips, I guess the common theme was, how congratulatory they all were for us. We just want to thank everybody again. As a group, a big thank you (laughs) for all of their well wishes. You know, you get 10 of your closest friends on, I guess even more than that, you know, up to 15 Mm -hmm. of your closest geek friends to celebrate your five years. And you really see how much it means to the people that you've touched, you know? That's right. That's right. (laughs) Because at the end of the day, uh, it's not just about us. Uh, (laughs) It's about you guys, you know? (laughs) But it's about you guys enjoying us, you know. <laughs> but those were all the guests we've had, and I'm saying in our 10 year anniversary, we'll have more guests we'll be catching up with. Expect to hear many more guests on this show in the years to come, and maybe some repeats from some old, uh, older guests. Uh, but big sure. thanks to all of them for definitely. again. Like, now with the, the in, in this world of Zoom, uh, definitely looking forward to having back uh, everybody mm-hmm. that you've just heard. Can't wait to have them back on the show again. As well as a lot sure. of new geek friends that we've met over the last five years, waiting to hear back Absolutely. up on the on the other geeked up boys. But yeah, we could have done it without uh, a lot of you guys. Well, we could have, but it would have been a lot less fun because those are some of my. Except uh, for Davi, it would have been totally cool. But uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. but uh, those are some of my favorite moments on the show, man. I got a few more favorite moments. Show it is the five year anniversary, Liam. I'm saying. But maybe we should take a corny, closer look at some of our favorite moments over the last five years. Hit it, I mean, can I start it off with the Closer Look song? <laughs> yeah, there we go. Closer look, closer look, closer look. Break out the telescope, then the microscope. All of the other scopes, it's exactly what you hold. We're gonna look real close. Take a closer look. Closer look. Closer look. So once again, for the last five years, that was old Andre Davi. Uh, closer look. Closer look. You know, that Amy D was right. That's a real chocolatey, uh, a smooth chocolatey voice from Andre Davi. 
<laughs> yeah, and that was the original version too, not the uh, Piss Mob remix. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get Piss. We gotta get some Piss Mob uh, remixes going. Big shout out to Piss Mob, y'all. Uh, Andre Davi as well, but mostly Piss Mob. But uh, like we said before, we kicked off the closer look. Uh, you know, all the guests got to come on and talk about uh, their time on the show. Uh, this is kind of us now talking about our time on the show, some of our favorite moments, and I guess. Uh, the guests were a big part of that, too. I would say some of my favorite moments uh, doing this show the last five years is every time we've had a guest on. It's yes, been. all of our guests. Just hearing back, it really did remind us uh, how much fun we've had with all of our geeked friends. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just uh, like I said, every time the guests have been on, it's always you know kind of changed the dynamic of the show a little bit. It's always in a fun way, even if it's uh, us singing Eminem to our friends, cringing everybody <laughs> out. Yeah, no, I mean, they've all brought something so different, you know, Ross and Lauren, just even with that, we were so close to them personally, there's, you know, some of our closest friends that we kind of felt more comfortable doing something like that, whereas then we have friends like, you know, Dennis and Andy, the Reeked Up Boys, that can really bring their geek expertise to the show, guys like Mans that have, you know, a, a whole separate geek obsession that we can share with. Yeah, and those are my favorites too, man. Like, uh, like Manzi, for instance, just like a, another guy that has like running a podcast and hearing how crazy his situation is, or uh, you know, Simmons having to. Uh, because a lot of the times too, we had guests on, and we kind of talk about it during the interview portion. But like a lot of the times, we just made them and tricked them into playing some makeshift game we made up just like a couple hours earlier. So we're like, <laughs> all right, this is what you got. to Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, I mean, pretty much every time, that's what we did. Uh... <laughs> Well, though, I mean, there was times too with like the Andre Davi time was like one of my favorite times a guest was on, also just because yeah, he no. was kind of taskmaster, was being like, All right, you got two more minutes, boys, to finish that song. And like, no, I mean, we talked about it a little bit earlier, but that really was like in some ways like a little mini, like, a, like a, our daydream, our rapper daydream lived vicariously through Andre Davi. You know what I mean? Where like mm-hmm. me and you literally got to sit down with the beat and like write rhymes, which let's face the facts. That's been yeah. <laughs> ever since my early, uh, my high school B boy days. That's always been something that I, mean, I wanted to give a try to so you know that really was uh, uh in a lot of ways you know little uh, a little dream come true doing that with davi yeah yeah absolutely and uh, like i don't want to say dream come earlier. true might be a little much but fantasy yeah. fulfilled anyway <laughs> five years later we're still taking those uh, second mc emails y'all and i guess another if we want to talk about the music we can maybe get back into the guests a little bit but uh, uh i guess that would also take us to our original collaborations with davi and one of my favorite geeked up memories but the epic uh, uh watering hole writing sessions for Dude. all and i guess big shout out to netta raw who's become a friend of ours over the last five years, and I guess even before that. But uh, she was the bartender at the watering hole, which has been become Dude, a place. It was, it was Dennis. Uh, oh, was that Dennis that was the bartender? Dennis. I think it might have been bartender. both of them, actually. But even if not, then like even a, a big shout-out to Dennis, dude. who's... Yeah, yeah, it was. I'm 100% sure it was Dennis. Okay, nice. But then even so still, big shout-out like, to Dennis, like, who's uh, yeah, a geeked-up yeah. legend. We should have talked about that no, with him, sure. but he was the... But the watering hole as well has become a place that's been like a home base for us, you know, in a lot of mm-hmm. ways. But uh, uh, super fun sitting down with you and just writing all of those goofy songs with no beat in mind or have any idea that it was ever going to turn out into anything assembling yeah. a real song. <laughs> you know turns out i was uh 
I don't know if I'm a good, because they all kind of turn out to be like rap songs and R&B songs, but I was definitely doing it in the vein of a Weird Al, every other word has to rhyme. Kind of, uh... <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, I would say definitely uh, uh, much like me and you, much like our personalities in general, Weird Al meets Biggie Smalls is pretty much, yes. uh, <laughs> it's pretty much where I'm coming at you from anyway. I don't know who you're. Uh, you're a little more dirty south. You're maybe Weird Al. You're more of like a Jerky Boys meets Cash Money Millionaires kind of guy. But <laughs> I don't know, man. I think you would find that Weird Al probably has a way bigger presence in the south than he does. <laughs> yeah, than the Jerky Boys. But uh, but that was a super fun, you know. And then when we hear, when we actually got to hear the finished product by Davi, as we've talked about throughout the special a couple times already, but that really mm-hmm. was, like I said, a fantasy fulfilled or a dream come true. But when we actually heard like the professionally done takes, and they were so much better than we could have ever imagined, it was really cool to uh, yeah to feel like we took part in a goofy parody song anyway. That was a fun one, man. That was uh, that one was a lot of fun. Of course, there's other fun times too, because like we said in the in the uh, interview portion, but like Dennis and Andy, Reeked Up Boys was a hilarious time where they sabotaged our show. But also, man, the couple of times that they were on by themselves, you know, like Andy still made the uh, email rule that we use to this day. Yeah, for and, sure. Uh, you know, anytime we had a Star Wars thing going on, we had to have Dennis on. No, and Dennis, honestly, very apropos, like we were just saying, that he was uh, uh, the bartender at the hole that night because, you know, just uh, uh, kind of going through the last five years, but dating back to literally the first episode where you were, you know, coordinating ticket sales with him for the Star yeah. Wars come <laughs> release and, you know, uh, him uh, uh, at halftime of Monday Night Football with us recording and, you know, uh, in another ticket scalp situation. But, you know, Dennis has been our first Facebook like. He's been a huge part of the show throughout the last five years as well in the zoom rooms uh like you said and andy was a, a super fun d we talked about it on the uh, uh with their interview but uh i think the andy uh elf dvd one of the highlights of the, of the last five years of my life andy's dumb <laughs> yeah. confused look about oh Alf, uh, yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> no idea. Dude, that was uh, <laughs> one of those laughs that totally were like we were expecting to laugh for one reason and totally uh, shifted forces. Like, oh, this is gonna be so funny when we hand this guy an Alf DVD and he's gonna be like, "Classic guys, thanks a lot." Yeah. Oh, you got me. We like, like I, I, guess I, I don't wrapped need to it. Watch season stuff, one to catch up. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Seriously, <laughs> season one. You're, you're looking at this way too literally right now, buddy. Isn't it? <laughs> I guess another one of my favorite guest moments, but uh, uh, Simmons, as we talked about, we didn't really get too much into it uh, 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 in the interview, but really one of my favorite moments in the last five years was Simmons not having the answers prepared for his trivia contest, where we told that dope to prepare questions, and then when it came down to give the answers, he was like, oh, I don't know, I don't know the population of Tulsa, I was just coming yeah. up with brain yeah, yeah, yeah. busters. That- All right, what's, yeah, it was like, what's random? Bad cavern. He's like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> and then when he finally did figure out the answers, then he wouldn't tell us. Be like, all right, so what is it? He's like, oh, oh, oh. not <laughs> so easy, my friend. It's the fucking podcast answer. What are you? <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's definitely a uh, behind the scenes uh, and favorite guest moment, too. Because it was definitely like, all right, step aside. Um, I guess without, I mean, I guess a, I don't even want to say it's a favorite guest moment, but I just think the only moment of maybe just pure fucking insanity on the show is 
gotta be the Punjab moment. Because, <laughs> um, like, <laughs> my head not believing what I'm hearing. Yeah, dude. Ron the waiter was definitely a uh, – as he is on the Zoom room, he's a force of nature. But uh, but having Ron the waiter on the podcast really is like going through like an extreme camping trip, you know? Where like as you're going through it, it's like, Jesus Christ, this is fucking terrible. And then yeah, afterwards man. you look back like, man, remember that crazy time where we had Ron the waiter on the podcast? Like, I believe we survived that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like as the years go on, I grow more fond to the memories, but – <laughs> having a drunk, having Ron, like, like like Ron the waiter drunk off like a, like a flask of cheap vodka in your in your in your fucking closet in front of your bathroom was a uh, it was a challenging hour and a half, yeah. but but uh, definitely a big one. Definitely one of those times we broke too. You know, we did a uh, sports instead of geek culture, but uh, like I said, uh, and we played the clip too. It's just the poon jab was just jaw droppingly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boon Jeb. I guess uh, another time we broke format and uh, 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 kind of crossed up with the mashed up with the sports world. But we uh, uh, heard, I guess we ended the uh, uh, the parade of guests with the Seinfeld night crew. But the whole Seinfeld night experience was definitely uh, a true highlight over the last five years of the podcast as well as my life let's be honest but yeah, really we talked a lot was... about it but that was really uh, uh such an amazing whole night and experience and all yeah it really was the geeked up boys going out and uh you know it's one of those things that like let's be honest we were gonna do anyway podcast or not would be uh wearing <laughs> yeah for real shirts and wigs. but uh it definitely felt like a podcast moment too just like Obviously, we're big Seinfeld and Curb fans, so like to be there, and then the friend get to go on, and then have an accountant Mike be on and try to trivia us. Uh, I think the only thing we went wrong with the Seinfeld night is not making a geeked up podcast sign. Yes, great call, actually. Where was a geeked, uh, 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 geeked pods at Twitter signs? That would have been <laughs> yeah. all over us. Hashtag Seinfeld, right? <laughs> but you're right, man. It really was. Uh, uh, me and you are obviously friends, and we hang out like that. Uh, uh, we hang out and whatnot. But that was a weird time where we were hanging out, but it really felt more like a whole podcast. Absolutely, you know, just because yeah, it totally felt did. like we were entertainers throughout the whole night. You know what I mean? Just everywhere we went, we were getting like high fives, and we were so the center of attention with all of our goofy signs like i've been to literally like a hundred mets games and i've never been like the center of attention for one minute at one of those games you <laughs> yeah, know yeah, yeah. and then this from like the moment we got on the train we were like, like you know we talked about it on the show but we were, we really were like it was like being like an a-list celebrity for the night where just everywhere we went was like literally we got like if jim brewer was at the game like we would have gotten more high fives than jim brewer you know what i mean like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you know 100% agree. Or he would have demanded to meet us. Been like, can I meet those guys? <laughs> and then, of course, We're really uh, uh, spilling on to the field with my good friend Framsky, who, of course, a little bit more of a cool moment for me, just being friends with him for the last, you know, 15, 20 years or whatever. But uh, uh, making it to the field, meeting Jerry, the whole contest and all, just really was like it would have been an epic night anyway, but really just like, you know... 
uh, uh, beyond beyond epic night for the Geeked Up Boys. On what was uh, was Geeked Up weekend at City Field because we were talking about it really all season long about how we were going right. to do it. But there was like Stranger Things and Batman Day like that weekend as well. I so it was like a, it was like a running joke for months, and then it just yeah, all it played out. So the next day for sure. I said we could have recycled our eleven wigs and gone the next night. <laughs> I literally missed fish at Fenway for that fucking. But but it was uh, one of the be- one of the one of the best nights. Of the last five years of the Geeked Up podcast, but yeah, that one was a lot of fun, man. I would say uh, some of my other favorite moments this last five years is kind of starting some of this new stuff too, man. Like I'm super proud of the uh, Netflix and Chat spinoff show. Hasn't quite made it to five years yet, but uh, you know, yeah. a fun idea. But we're uh, heading in on almost like our you know second year coming up on two uh, coming uh, a little ways away, but. Coming up, uh, relatively speaking, on two years, you know, or a year and a half anyway, but uh, as well a real opportunity to enjoy some horrible Netflix movies that we otherwise would not have. And Roma. <laughs> yes, as, as well as Roma. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'd say for me, I guess, the big uh, Netflix and chat get has been XOXO. Still doesn't really get better than that for uh, for your boy Big LW anyway. <laughs> I'm gonna but. give the people a little uh, behind the scenes thing. Is remember we did the unaired trial run. We didn't even do a Netflix movie. We watched A Star Is Born and uh, reviewed that off on mic. But like, uh, wow, you know that was our like cracking the egg and seeing like how the show would go before we actually did Roma. We actually. Uh, Interesting. Like I totally forgot about that, dude. That's uh, that's mm-hmm. right, though, because I guess it was right around our Oscar special, so we had both seen it for doing the. Uh, so we could talk about it for the Oscar special or whatnot. But yes, for sure, for sure, yeah. Never, the unaired because it's not a Netflix thing; just a trial run, just uh, cracking the eggs and seeing how they stick, kind of. Uh... <laughs> but uh, I also think that was uh, probably the original spoiler alert: Bradley Cooper dies at the end. And then we actually used that for uh, the Oscar special. Okay, yes. Yeah, 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 for sure. No, definitely. Probably brought a lot of that. But uh, uh, I'd say other than that, though, what was your, what's was your? been like your favorite out of all the bad Netflix movies? Uh, Spencer Confidential, Outlaw King, um, uh, one Wrong of our Missy. Banner Snatch huh? was pretty hilarious of just, what, two different experiences we had. That was a definitely uh, new yes, one. Yes, that was uh, an interesting one. The whole Bandit XO, Time XO. Loop trilogy, where we watched yes. like where the uh, sure. the cosmic synergy led three horrible movies to like somehow yeah. being a trilogy of one another. Uh, the horror movie, the one horror movie I think we did in the tall grass was pretty hilariously awful. <laughs> Which, uh, oh, yeah, I guess right. that was also part of. Was that not a part of the Time Loop trilogy? I think that was part of the. I think that might have been the final conclusion of the. I don't yes, know, because the yes, Bandit yes. Time Loop trilogy, like, didn't it spill even into the Ridiculous Six? Did we watch two trilogies? Because there was also the... Yeah, no, the Ridiculous Six was part of, I think, Moments in Time history uh, trilogy, because we had the Kevin Costner, Woody Harrelson... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, we had, like, our Assholes movie. of Time trilogy, where they should... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that's right. That's right. We had that trilogy as well. But yeah, Into the Tall Grass, that was, uh, uh, we we got to find out how terrified Stephen King was of the letter C as well <laughs> as what a fucking, uh, a do- as well as what an anchor his stupid son has been on his career in our, uh, 
For sure, man. As well, there's been some good ones, though. You know what I mean? As we've watched, like you mentioned earlier, we got to kick it all off with Roma. As well, along the lines, we've had The Irishman, Stranger Things, uh, mm-hmm. uh, even of uh, uh, fucking Tiger King. Yeah, I was going to say recently Tiger King, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Netflix has done right by us. For sure, but even like you said when we started that whole show, kind of the idea was to look into more some of the more uh, to have a balance of some of the more obscure random ones. And in my book, that's really uh, uh, worked out way better than any of the uh, legitimate ones. For sure, man. For sure. And since uh, I guess one of my favorite things about the Netflix and chat thing too is uh, your rating system is always hilarious. So looking back on the last five years, how do you think the uh, Netflix and chat Liam rating system would? Uh, I want to keep up. Oh yeah, I mean that's a good call. That's a good call. I mean, I guess if I had to uh, assess the last five years of the Geeked Up podcast uh, with my net scale, with my Netflix and chat rating scale, of course. Which, if you're not familiar, if I really really like it i give it a stone cold steve austin hell yeah hell yeah if i really don't like it i give it the david allen greer damon waynes men on films hated it if i uh if i really really hate it i give it the nick cage from mandy And uh, uh, if I really, really love it, I guess uh, uh, there would be a rarefied air, I guess, as only heard once before on Netflix and chat for me from the Tiger King. And as well, I guess you snuck one in uh, with the uh, uh, Stranger Things season three. But yeah. uh, I guess and I'd say you, you'd probably have to jump in here with me because I imagine this is a unanimous decision on uh, uh, the Geeked Up podcast. But we're given the last five years of the Geeked Up podcast a Rudy's dad. Ah, oh, yeah, a Rudy's dad. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most beautiful sight these eyes have ever seen. Are you you going Nick Cage horror screaming? <laughs> <laughs> but no, of course, we're giving the Geeked Up podcast first five years a Rudy's dad. This is the most beautiful sight these eyes have ever seen. Yeah, I'd say so. Much like uh, this feels like a very self-serving uh, Joe Simmons calling his old podcast hilarious. But uh... <laughs> yeah, for real. If Simmons got to judge his uh, rate his podcast, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, easily. So I mean, that's one of the things we've been doing, and then also I mean, it's been fun to be doing the. Uh, I guess one more thing about the Netflix and chat too. It has brought us a new Andre Davi song, uh, nice and quick, but uh, to the point. Yes, that's right. More Davi cuts, more kitschy questions. <laughs> um, but the other things we've been doing too, which has been a lot of fun, like we've uh, kind of talked about earlier, the beginning of the episode, but the uh, the Friday night Zoom rooms we've been doing has been a. Uh, I gotta say, a great idea on our part. <laughs> great idea and a, a lot of fun, and a big thanks to everybody uh, that's been attending. You know, we got some. Uh, we've, we've got some diehards. Your Shizons, your uh, mm-hmm. of course, even Ron the Waiters, your Yoons, your uh, your Dennis's, your uh, Amy D's, your. Uh... Your Netta Ross, uh, uh, your oh, yeah, Ross, yeah. your uh, your Rosses. Uh, 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 so uh, uh, some of, like we said, some of the voices you've heard before, some of them you haven't. 
but uh, it's been super fun. Accountant Mike, of course. Of course. Uh, so it's been super fun seeing them every Friday. As well, it's been super fun uh, keeping everybody company, mostly me and you. <laughs> but uh, uh, over the last couple months here with Coronaville, as we've kept the podcast going and kept you up to date on the geek, uh, uh, the impact on the geek world and what's been going on. It's really given us, it's uh, just on a personal level, it's really given me something to do and been the uh, uh, best and most important thing in my life over the last couple of months here getting through Coronaville. So I wouldn't have been able to get through the last couple of months without you, buddy. And the whole uh, geeked up podcast, you know, uh, uh, audience and all the folks out there that are listening and enjoying along and, uh, you know. For sure, man. I mean, I would have been fine, but, uh, you know, I'm glad <laughs> this was able to help you and all of them. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sure. No, for real, man. It's been, uh, and not even the last couple of months, the last five years, man, this whole thing has just been a lot of fun and, like, kind of watching it grow and getting all of our friends and, like, different guests on and getting, you know listens and feedback the whole thing has been a total fucking blast and i look forward to keep on doing it you know yes absolutely for uh, uh like everybody said uh, uh despite the fact all of our friends forgot to congratulate us they pretty much all uh, <laughs> shoehorned in uh, five years to come next five years so we'll keep track if any of those assholes remember to congratulate us on the 10-year reunion because they all claimed they would but that's sure. what we're looking forward to next, though. And I guess over the next five years, uh, we're going to continue with lots more, uh, lots of new stuff on the whole Geeked Pods network going on. As, of course, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Geeked Pods, uh, at Geeked Pods on Twitter, Geeked Pods on YouTube, and then all of your old familiar uh, uh, faves of the Geeked Up podcast, uh, uh, SoundCloud, iTunes. SoundCloud, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Stuff. oh yeah the friday night zoom room as well we want to see all we want to uh keep seeing new faces on the friday night zoom room 100 percent, we do man so i guess that would be this episode the big five-year special guys uh thanks for tuning in of course we got more geeked up podcasts and netflix and chats coming out to you plus all new stuff like we've been saying so thanks for tuning in thanks for celebrating with us I've been saying it for the last five years. I'm going to say it again, damn it. I know you're not working tomorrow, so why don't you go ahead and get geeked up. Woo! Hey! It's time to get geeked up. What's up, y'all? This is Mr. Woo Baby himself, Andre Davi. You're listening to the Geeked Up Podcast on SoundCloud. Yeah, I'm still taking those episode 10 emails, y'all. Woo! Music and gaming, you know what I'm saying. Comic books and tech. Stuff you ain't up on.